Our very strength incites challenge. Challenge incites conflict. And conflict breeds catastrophe. And welcome, everyone, to the newest episode. I like when I do that, Kelly just starts laughing. It's <laughs> All right, let me, get, let me get the intro. Let me get the intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the newest volume of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. There we go. Now you can laugh. Now it's fine. <laughs> Wait, was it the swing from the quote yes. to the intro? <laughs> yeah, I figured. See, what's great for the listening dark, audience. Brooding, yes. dark, brooding, dark. So we're here and everybody's ready and we're happy. Woo! Well, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. We are extremely happy to be reviewing this movie. That's, a, you know, that's at least one thing. Yeah, I the listening audience they get the quote, then it goes into the music, then it comes right, back they and get the buffer and the yeah. blah blah. Exactly, exactly. So if you did not know already, and I've been promoting it a bunch of times, I know Kelly's been promoting it on her Nerdy Girl Ivy uh, Facebook and everything. We are going to be doing Captain America's Civil War today. Woo! Exactly. See, that's the excitement. <laughs> Woo! So yes. Uh, I mean, come on, what, what were we going to do? There is no way, you know, it seems that every, like, uh, new episode that we do has been, like, every every episode that goes for a movie that's been in theaters has been a comic book movie so far. There's been nothing in theaters that has made us want to, like, charge out. Money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go out, see it, and then do the review. We're, we're perfectly happy doing whatever movies we want. Uh, but then we did Deadpool. We did uh, uh, Batman versus Superman, and we did Captain America: Civil War. So, and just so you know, so everyone's aware, we will obviously make comparisons. Now, Kelly, you didn't see Batman versus Superman, right? No. Which is good for you. I mean, <laughs> I I very much enjoyed doing the podcast with uh, with Sarge and uh, uh, and our our friend there, Eric. Uh, but we uh, we actually. It was fun doing that, but it was sucky that we had to see the movie. But what what also sucks is that now for this movie, it gets compared to Batman versus Superman a lot, or Batman versus Superman gets p- compared to it, whichever way you want to go. It shouldn't even be in the same conversation. No! Yeah, like Batman versus Superman isn't even a movie compared no, to Civil well, no, War. No, you compare other shitty DC movies to other shitty DC. Yes, exactly, exactly. Marvel and DC are so on different levels that it's not even worth. Right, no. and it's it always it it always makes me laugh when I'll post something on Ian hates on the on Facebook about DC sucking, and someone will jump on and be like, "Oh yeah, like those cardboard characters in Marvel." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? It makes no sense. Like these are just fanboys back from like the seventies." Where Superman was the only like thing they had, I guess. See, okay, so I'll, I'm going to defend DC a little bit. DC knows how to make villains; they can't make heroes. Well, they know how to make, and I I agree with you. I had this conversation also with someone. Look, the the Joker is an amazing villain, oh, amazing fantastic. villain, right? But then also, are we just going to forget Magneto? Are we going to forget that right now? Right now, if you want to create villains. For the screen, Civil War has better villains than DC does. DC only has Joker. I mean, here, I am completely fine. You send me your hate mail, ianhates at gmail.com, if you want to get into this. I'm completely, Are you going to tell me Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze is great. Is Bane? Is Bane a great character? Really? Is he a great villain? I don't think so. 
Yeah, but those are throwaway side characters. Crocus, Sandman. I mean, those are those are great. But, you you mean Sandman from Spider Man? Well, yeah, but there's a, there's an equivalent to that in DC too, though. Oh yes, absolutely, and and they do play off of each other for a lot of things as well. Right. But I just it almost feels like for me that people like to rely a lot on just saying Joker because I mean seriously, what else? You know, anti Flash. Like I don't know who who else in yeah. DC Dark Side. I guess Dark Side no, uh, because that's the Justice League one coming the, up. The, but. the the weird Superman. What is it? The oh Bizarro Superman. Yes, Bizarro, <laughs> Bizarro. Yeah, I. Just, <laughs> I and they have anti Flash too, or or the right. other whatever the fuck Doesn't Flash. Just be slow. Yeah, like I don't. Yeah, you would think he would be slow, but I think he's like the same. Or I don't know. I don't even care enough. Like, <laughs> just the dark side of Flash. Yeah, it's something. So that's Whatever. that's all I'm saying. Like everyone, everyone remembers Joker because obviously that is a great villain. But I remember <laughs> way more, way more villains from uh, Marvel comics than I do from DC. All right. So that's just that's my and look in in Civil War. You don't even have to have there is like no villain. yeah. You don't have to really. I mean, technically there. Are, let's say there are two. Uh, technically. Uh, yeah, but it's more like. We're just gonna come over here and like set this bush on fire and see what you guys do versus an actual like villain, villain. Right, right, and that's what I liked as well uh, that you didn't have to rely on it because we're gonna talk today because I know all the comic book stuff as well, even though I might screw a couple things up. But we're gonna we're gonna do comparisons because I didn't read any of the reviews that came out, but I I saw like headlines. So right. one headline said, you know, in order to make Captain America Civil War better, someone should have died. And then another one mentioned that, you know, oh, there wasn't really a centralized villain around it. Like all this kind but of you stuff. You didn't is, need one. Exa- there was enough inner conflict in history there. And Kelly, I don't I don't normally like to stroke our egos, you know, I don't normally talk about how great we are, but I'm going to make an exception. This is this is why people should be listening to Ian Hates movies. <laughs> We're going to destroy this. Like, we're going to destroy this podcast the way, like, Tony Stark was a baby and destroyed the Avengers. Like, that's that's what we're going to do. And I do blame Tony Stark. Tony Stank, by the way. <laughs> but I'm always Team Cap. Uh, I'm Team Cap. True. But I what I liked about this movie was they definitely did make it where you could see both sides of the argument. And you weren't just like, oh, I need to be on this side because I, this is my favorite person. Right, right, right. You know, that kind of thing. They made it They made it more realistic than any DC movie ever could make. Like, maybe the only realistic thing DC has ever done, and it's in the terrible, terrible ba- third Batman movie, is Bane breaking the back of Batman. He's just a roided up jock, and he breaks Batman's back. And that's that's realistic. Like, that's probably it. So I just you know we I don't even want to bring Batman Superman up, but you have to like you okay, have to because when it you just said came the third out. Batman movie. My mind went to really Batman Forever. Like, oh well, we could Val Kilmer. If you want to, if you want to make fun of that, if you want to make up, uh, make fun of Batman. Uh, what is it Forever? Which is the one with the nipples and stuff? No, no, that's Batman and Robin. Batman yeah. Forever is Jim Carrey in a jumper and yeah. Tommy Lee Jones as Two Face, and that's terrible shit too. I mean, Oof. people like to pretend like uh, Batman and Robin is the worst one. That one's really bad, too. Yeah, but I feel like that one makes me feel it's very it, Adam West, 60s. Like you're just waiting for them all to just start dancing. Like it's that oh, yeah. kind of like, <laughs> campy. Yes. No, no, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was that uh, Batman and Robin was Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, Mr. Freeze, right? Yeah. Right. That was just, oh, so Freeze. terrible. Yeah. Oh, and all the puns the whole time. <laughs> 
so awesome. See, so that the sad thing is that Batman and Superman came out at a relatively relatively around the same time. So that's why it's always going to be compared, and it's two major superheroes fighting each right. other. So right. that's that's why I mean, you're automatically... Same budget, same kind of... I mean, you see... Because, I mean, Batman Superman had all their car commercials and bullshit commercials, and so does Audi went ahead and was pushing Captain America. and you know, like this. So that was like... So you had the same level of marketing and completely different results. Yeah, oh, completely different. I mean, this was done... Marvel just blew it out of the park, and I think... They do so well most of the time that a movie like this doesn't even get the credit that it technically deserves. Right. That kind of thing, and that's a little sad. But I, I, you can't even people comparing the two movies. It's fun because it's a joke. Like I remember posting on Facebook, you know, hey, it's too bad that Captain America and Iron Man. It's too bad their mothers don't have the same first name. We could have we could have quelled this entire conflict because like that's literally minutes. that's literally why Batman and Superman stopped fighting. It's the dumbest thing ever. I, I still don't know how. I guess it's not. It's too easy to make fun of Batman and Superman. So that's why people it's just kind of. Yeah. It's Yeah. But but you have to because that's got to be one of the dumbest things ever in a movie, in stories, and whatever you want to say. It's it's one of the dumbest piece of writing ever. See, like those people what, should never be able to work again. Well, see, what I don't understand is that the DC graphic novels are actually really good. So I'm like, they why don't be, you yeah. just get the same like I don't understand. You can't have the same writers. Like, why would you not? Why would you do that? It's way too difficult. Apparently, I I, I don't know the backstory of Hollywood to know. Like, you flip it through a graphic novel and you're like, what? There's maybe seven sentences on two pages. Like, really? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe there's just not enough. <laughs> Even though in Batman Superman, it's all fucking slow motion. Anyways, there's no fucking dialogue in the whole movie which i like thank civil war no slow motion zero slow no, motion one slow motion what because you know what i was looking for it the whole time <laughs> because if anything if anything to show how superior they are they sped up the fights because these are superheroes fighting like right. they would fight sense. at a faster pace right. it wouldn't be this slow droll no there was one it was the classic it was towards the end of the movie. It was the classic uh, Captain America versus Iron Man when they the oh. shield the shield block with the that was the one time and it was perfect because that's the only time you needed it was that iconic yeah, this scene. Is just you're framing that shot exactly you're like your trailer and blah blah versus like every single like yeah okay, no so clearly neither one of them know how to stunt fight so we're gonna CGI most of this exactly but everyone in Marvel apparently knows how to stunt fight because <laughs> yeah, it was fucking even side great. characters are really good at it yeah it's, it's great Agent thirteen holy crap I like, know right just all of yeah. So let's, you know, we'll, we'll, we're going to circle around all this stuff. We're going to forget <laughs> things. We're going to come back to them. But let's at least say this right now. So it's got an 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 90% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, and 75% on Metacritic. I mean, that destroys everything that Batman and Superman was. Plus, it's hard sometimes to look at this as a comic book movie because it is very dramatic. But it's, oh, yeah. But it's dramatic with the funny parts, and they didn't just go all droll with it. They, you know, it's not the level of Deadpool comedy for sure. <laughs> That's a completely different movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, but for what it is, it's dramatic. Like, if you took out the superhero parts, you'd still have a movie. A good movie. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing, and and that's why I like Marvel and the writing that they do, especially. And I didn't, I didn't think that the characters were out of place like i didn't go oh that's paul rudd that took me out of the movie 
You know what I mean? Like I Well, it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> it was I mean, I knew it was Paul Rudd, but I was like that's Paul Rudd Ant-Man. Yeah, like, it's just Ant-Man. Yeah. Right. That that was fine for me. That kind of thing. So, uh it's just we're going to talk about it. Uh, what tagline did you find for this movie? Whose side are you on? See, I got united we stand, divided we fall. Okay. Yeah. So that's not bad. I thought the whose side are you on also they did for Batman Superman. So that's why right. I was <laughs> – I'm not sure. I'm not you sure must have a really good question because you're like, I don't care about either one. So I Yeah. Know. I don't – I would never be on either of their sides. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'd rather be on Lex Luthor's side and he was one of the worst parts of that movie. But, hey, what are you going to do? All right. So let's try not to – talk as much about that yeah, shit yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, yeah. garbage in DC yeah this. absolute garbage uh but yeah so captain america civil war i thought now i know some people were a little worried because they read the comic books and going into the movie they thought oh no this is gonna they haven't set things up correctly all that kind of stuff i would say for sure and i went back to my comics to make sure of a lot of this stuff I think they did a very good job. That's not me being a homer for, for Captain America. That's not me being a homer for, uh, for fucking Marvel. I think they legitimately did a good job. They couldn't, because of all the ties with X-Men not being a part of this universe, right. they couldn't do a lot of the things that they wanted to do. Right. So one of the reasons for Civil War in the comics is there is a massive explosion in a, a reality show. There's a massive explosion in Stanford that kills like a ton of people. So instead of that, they did the uh, Wakanda explosion. So they show that's that's your tie-in right there. So right there right. you've got and, – and they also show – they do that scene where they show all of the fights that the Avengers have had and all of the casualties that it causes, which right. is exactly – so that's exactly the same reason why. So they call it the uh, – what is it? The uh, Sokovia uh, – the Sokovia Accords in the movie. Right, which is uh, something that's obviously put out by the United Nations, and they have 117 nations who are on board with this is how we're going to watch over you people, pretty right. much. Right. And I'm not necessarily going in order here. We're going to backtrack. Right, right, right. No, but, no, yeah, yeah. but that's which what it's called. Oh, we're jumping around <laughs> a lot. We're not going scene by scene in this movie because it's two and a half hours plus, and we've only seen it once. So yeah, I'm sure we're going to forget things. So we're just going to talk about everything that. that we can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But so you've got that accord, which is basically putting restrictions and giving the Avengers a boss, basically, where in Civil, uh, in Civil War comic books, it's the Superhero Registration Act, which is pretty much the exact same thing. But they do it because, for one, they do it because of the Stanford event, and two is because of M-Day. They are nowhere close to doing M-Day in the, in no, the no, movies. No, no. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's no way anyone, and for anyone who doesn't know, M-Day is when... Uh, Scarlet Witch in the X-Men comics goes ahead and gets so powerful that Quicksilver tells her to first she gives like everyone she makes superhero or sorry mutants which they also can't use that word right now right. in in these Marvel movies that she gives mutants the dominant they make she makes them dominant in the whole world so instead of being a small part of the population they're like most of the population right, and right. then she goes and she's like fuck that and strips Almost, it's like 98.4% or something. You know, the, the comic book nerds that are even nerdier than me can correct me. It's like 98 exact. point something right, percent. Right. Yeah. Strips all of them of their powers. So, and regular civilians realize this too because there's a whole bunch of shifts in what organizations are doing what. So, 
this so in the comic books this is all in response to that it's also a reason why the x-men don't really get involved as much but wolverine's hugely involved in all this right. stuff because he's right. an avenger which he's right. not in these movies right you just can't do it so right there you've got a very good i think concise like combination of what you can do in the movie compared to what they were able to do in the comic books and in the comic books as you know it's still captain america versus iron man it's just you have a wider range of characters that they're able to use in that universe which they can't do in this one so they've adjusted to what people they can use and i think with that even going into it and knowing what characters they were supposed to use or what was already pre-written, it's kind of nice to see what they were able to dig up and bring to it because I love the fact that they introduced um, Panther. Of course, obviously bringing in um, Ant-Man into it. And yep. obviously we, they did get Spidey, which was surprising, but they were able to get Spidey in here, which was fan. Actually, I, I liked what they did. I was, I was, I was waiting to hate Spider-Man in this movie, and I actually really liked the way they developed well, him. It was hard because everyone came out of the movie telling people the best part of the movie is Spider-Man. I did not. No, yeah, see, that's, that's not true. That's the thing. I didn't. I like Spider-Man a lot, but I don't right. think he was the best part of the no. movie by no, far. No, no, no. But he was great, and they're going to do the new. Re- I can't believe that they are rebooting Spider-Man again. Uh, they can't. But that Mark's is one thing. Be doing it though. The what? But Marvel will be doing it. Yes, and that's Sony. right. That is true, and that's the hope is that Marvel can really kick its ass uh, to where it's supposed to be. Because right. Spider Man's too great to languish in shit movies. Like, and that's the one thing about Marvel too is they will they'll learn from mistakes of others and make it better, where DC never does, like ever. So, hey, aren't you looking so forward to that fucking Aquaman movie? Isn't that going to be fucking awesome? Um, I hope it turns out to be rated R and they go after Deadpool. Like, that's what I'm waiting for. It's going to be dirty and horrible. You know they're not doing that for Wonder Woman, so. (laughs) Ooh, no sex scene for Wonder Woman. Oh, I wish. That that might make me go to see it. I mean, that's I'm just saying. That girl's beautiful. There's there's no, I don't even know what her name is, but that, that girl's beautiful. Uh. (sighs) <sighs> yes, and and also watching this movie, I know you had mentioned it on the podcast. Uh, it might have been last one or one before or something. We were talking about random stuff. Uh, Scarlet, uh, sorry, not Scarlet Witch, um, Black Widow. Seeing her fight in this movie, first of all, I fucking hate Jason Bourne and all that shit. Why not give her her own movie? Like, I think she could seriously, she was a focal point again. And there's one. so much stuff that people don't know and don't realize. There's so many things that they hint at in the movies right. that people don't. She doesn't go after an Avenger in an Age of Ultron. She doesn't pick up the hammer because she can pick up the hammer. Like they don't touch on any of they that don't, stuff. Yeah. They don't talk. They don't talk about her relationship with Bucky. <laughs> yeah, Captain Bucky O'Hare. Yeah, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> Anytime I heard them say it, I just want to say Bucky O'Hare. Uh, yeah, they don't touch on any of that stuff. But all of that could be because she has all the espionage stuff. So, right. you know, and actually that reminds me, let's go all the way back. So how did you see the movie, Kelly? Uh, I do standard definition because um, 3D is stupid and overpriced. I did the stupid thing and I did the, uh, but I did IMAX 3D. So, oh, yeah, no, okay, yeah. so IMAX, obviously, because you can't yeah. go, I can't, if I could go to IMAX and not have to see 3D, I would. Right. But that's yeah. not an option. It's not an option. Yeah. So I had the nice theater with the reserved seats. They're all leather. So, oh, you know, like, I had the recliners. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, my legs, it's like the one theater where I don't get, like, sick because my legs hurt so much, like that kind of thing. People can actually walk in front of you to go to the bathroom and not stumble all over you. Exactly. 
Yeah, so I did that, did the IMAX 3D, and they, they shot the they shot the main scene where the two uh, the two forces battle, you know, Team Cap versus Team Iron Man. They shot that all in the IMAX camera, so that was really cool to see as well. So I would recommend that to people. But the reason why I bring this up is I, I went ahead and I saw it in IMAX 3D, and the trailers, I don't know if I've been to a movie where I didn't like any, any trailer? trailer yeah i like, saw that too yeah they had i mean they had the the doctor strange one but i'd already seen that trailer right that wasn't a, yeah yeah so now i don't really care as much and i don't really want to know more about that until i decide whether i'm going to see you know all that kind of stuff right right but it was the J- new jason Bourne one which i just think is ridiculous that anyone cares about that shit anymore like how do you care about the same thing happening every single movie it doesn't make any sense to me so Apparently, there's a new Jason Bourne. Uh, that fucking Warcraft movie looks like <laughs> hot garbage. I have that one. Did you have Tarzan? Yes, I did have Tarzan. Yes. So another... And this what? is the thing. Every single one of them... And, and look, I totally understand. We're going to see Captain America Civil War. So it is a comic book movie. It's taken from a comic book. It's... I completely understand. But when I'm looking at trailers and I see every single thing is a sequel reboot uh um continuation a video game to a movie it's all a little saddening like there was nothing original whatsoever do you really need another tarzan yeah no yeah i mean tarzan is it's jungle book i'm sorry but tarzan uh uh hit its peak with george of the jungle that made it for me so uh, (laughs) you're one of the very few just by the way so you know uh, sold I'm, i'm done i'm good here yeah, it's just it looks like it's so stupid. Uh, what else was there? There was there were a few more too that were just oh, did you know that at the end of the month, like I think it's like next week or the week after or whatever, there's a new fucking Alice in Wonderland. Yep, already out. Wait, it's already out. Already out. Holy shit! Like I I had no idea, and it looks completely dumb. Why it, would they do it? It's as bad as the last one. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it, both shit movies. Yeah. Is it just because Johnny Depp will sign on for anything that Tim Burton's like, I'm going to continue making shit movies? And Disney throws money at them because there's those weird Alice in Wonderland freaks. And yeah. the people, you know, because there's a huge section in Hot Topic. It's pretty much for that. That's well, about it. Yeah. Especially- I mean, hey, good for you for latching on to something. Like, believe me, we Kelly and I have our favorites of random stuff that people don't like. Right. But what a weird... Like like the old classic stuff, like the old classic Alice right. in Wonderland, the weird stories that come after that. Don't go for the Disney whatever the fuck. I mean, John, <laughs> that last one was awful. I remember watching on a plane, and on a plane I normally find I like things more because I just don't care as much. <laughs> it was awful. Is fucking awful. Well, I, I won't go see a movie that I know is completely green screen anyway. Yeah, why? Yeah, that's another thing too. That no. that doesn't make me want a movie more. Like, no. oh wow, they're not at this magical location. Whoa, that's right. amazing. It's cool. That's like, oh, I'm gonna sit and watch nothing but video game trailers. Like, I uh, this does nothing for me. I don't care how realistic they're starting. I, I don't care. Yeah, like this, I. It's not organic. It does not feel organic. We're not there to where it feels real. And I, and I know it's a – come on. We all know it's movies. But it is nice when you kind of lose yourself in a movie. That's, that's one of the, uh, the small the things that people like. Yeah. It's one of the things. They want to lose themselves in this moment. Yeah. And look that, at a screensaver for three hours. Exactly. And I'm trying to think. What else did you have? Did you have anything else different? Because I know there were like two or three more. And maybe I did – oh, Independence Day 2 again. Yes! Oh, I just, I know you're excited, but it looks, 
once again, like it it's so dumb. It's yeah, but so I want to know how did they bring back um um data? Yeah, I I, I oh I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, if for anyone who hasn't seen the fucking trailer, they love to give away everything. Of course. How the fuck is data still alive? Thank you. Like that was my favorite part of the last mo- of the first movie. It's when he's you know, talking through alien voice, you know, to the president and the president or what's his name goes like, oh, you know, it. yeah, Colonel, is this, is this glass bulletproof? And, and, uh, absolutely not. Yeah. He's like, no, sir. Bam, 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 bam. bam. <laughs> and that's the guy from Serenity and Firefly. It's uh, Adam Baldwin. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Like that's he and he lights up. They all light up data. So how oh, yeah. data and the alien. So well, not, it, it's, like, it's, they strangle him to use his vocal cords. Like that's all. That's why I'm like, what do you mean he's in this? Yeah. What? Makes it. And they're doing the same jokes again. The president oh, does yeah. like a speech. Uh, Will Smith's son says very similar things to Will Smith that Will Smith, I guess. They couldn't get Will Smith to do. <laughs> well, yeah, apparently. And then uh, Jeff Goldblum, who we all love, but is oh. still doing his same jokes from the first movie. Which like, is fine. Uh, I just, I'm just <laughs> waiting. How are they going to bring back. Um, what's his crazy face, even though I'm sure they would never oh, give him money? Quaid. Yeah. Uh, uh, not Dennis. Uh, David uh, Randy Quaid. Yes. Yeah. What? How? Maybe Randy Quaid survived flying up. Well, there'll and, be some, spoiler there'll be some alert. Sort of flashback. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's how you do it. You got a flashback. Even though I think he's so crazy that Hollywood is so done, would never give him money for any type of film again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, spoiler alert. He flew up into the alien, and You're that right. was. If you haven't seen the movie in the past twenty years. <laughs> and, and after that, fuck twenty years, man. And after, <laughs> and after that, after that happened, and the fucking spaceship explodes. Then everyone around the world starts talking in foreign access, talk, accents, talking about how happy they are and how it's about time that the Americans figured out how to beat the aliens because no one else could do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest. Like, I hope there's See, just... This is going to be one of those bad movies that you're just like, oh, I, I'm I, so excited. I hope there's And I want to just... know what kind of trashy movies you're going to play. But like, what trailers am I going to get for that movie? Well, that's all, well, probably Jurassic World 5, Five or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I mean, I I just, I, I love overt nationalism. Like, it's just, it's, America. yeah, America, fuck yeah. Well, that's why my America fuck yeah moment is when I go see the Purge election year. That's, oh, that's my America. Excited. Yeah, That'll be fun. But I, oh, um, no trailer for that, got- though. Uh, the, oh, and, uh, and then, of course, Rogue One again, which, honestly, as a Star Wars fan, could give a shit less. Oh, I will we not got, be seeing that movie. We got Star Trek, and that looks awful. <gasps> you got Star Trek? Yeah, that crappy, they're playing sabotage in the background like they oh, did before. No, what Whatever the new alien is, creature, uh, the voice is ridiculously annoying. Uh, it's just, it lo- it's like a Jar Jar Binks, but uh. bad at, oh, it's terrible. Uh, so yeah, Star Trek, and I and I like I said, I think I said it on the podcast. I really liked the first Star Trek redo that they did, and then they took everything good about that one and said no for the second one for some reason. <laughs> they said no, we don't want to so do the, any of that. The original producers are like, we're not coming back, and they're like, cool, we'll just get these hacks to do it. Yep, and then I guess they have hacks again, which is my guess, yeah, probably because it all looks really, really bad. So uh, yeah, Rogue One. What else did you get? I think that's it. I. I yeah, sure. I think, but they were all like five minute trailers from like really. Yeah, and all really bad. So yeah, nothing, nothing special, nothing spectacular there. But then when the movie started, I was happy. Yeah. I was like, it's Captain <laughs> I can America. Wipe all this away. It's yeah. fine. It's Captain America: Civil War. So I was all good there. So yeah, we got off. Uh, we got off track again. But I guess let's let's start let's start with the movie then. And this is I'm gonna I'm gonna make fun of probably the one 
little thing that took me out of the movie a couple times. It wasn't seeing Chris Evans. It wasn't. It wasn't seeing. Uh, it wasn't seeing uh, Ant Man, uh, Paul Rudd. It wasn't any of that. What was with their? Um, what was with their choice in font? And font size whenever they decided to go Thank to another you. location. And I'm like, this thing might as well be Braille. The blind can see this. Like, holy hell. And it covers the entire scene. <laughs> the entire like, screen. So was this editor just got fired and he was like, fuck you guys. I'm going to make this. This is 72 inch font. It's going to cover the whole damn. I know. Like, I I think. Boom. Uh, what was it like? Wakanda. Yeah, <laughs> you're, right. like, you're like, Jesus, really, guys? You couldn't have just done like at the bottom like well, you normally do? I like, think that's what they wanted to get away from was I think so many other places do that like type font across the left or the right side of what day and where they are and they just said fuck that we're a superhero movie wham <laughs> right yeah but if it's in 3D it should just come like flying at you that's, that is what I was disappointed <laughs> I could tell it was offset a little bit but it wasn't like out at us yeah, and it should have been right. yeah that was so that's that's my little criticism for the movie because they stopped doing it like an hour in or so yeah, yeah but, they're like uh, this isn't working but before that anytime they switched location they would have new <laughs> so that's why See, you can always make fun of it. No movie's perfect. Oh, no, no, no. No, I have a couple, actually. Oh, okay, good. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. So we start start the movie with, was this the, did they start with the backstory or did they start right away in Wakanda? I I don't remember. They start with the backstory with, uh, no. No, no, no. It's, um, they're all on their mics and they're talking to each other and then it's a close-up of Scarlet Witch and then you realize she's sitting pretty close to um black widow and it's is they're surveying the situation yes. and seeing where um rumlow is gonna hit rumlow who is crossbones even though crossbones. they don't say his name they don't say the comic name no no and let me say his fucking suit is badass like i thought that oh, mask wait a the punishers in this yeah like, yeah <laughs> that that mask was very punisher-esque but looked awesome Right. Like, really, really cool. And I do wish he had more. So, I mean, look, everyone knows we're spoiling this movie. Hopefully you've seen it already. It's the right. one time but I would tell you. That we're yeah. going to sell Yeah, we're, we're talking about everything. So, Crossbones dies very early in the movie, which is a shame. I, but kind of epically. Oh, very epically, for sure. Uh, and he was badass. He had those mechanical arm things that were like real punching. Like I, I don't know how to really ex- describe it, but it was cool. Maybe a thing of aliens. Uh, aliens when she's in the yeah. Like it had that feel to it. Right. It just wasn't. They weren't the super huge. Like it no, wasn't no, no, like no. unproportional, like, but it was. Yeah, it was good, and that was to allow him to fight someone like Captain America. Right. Because he hates him because he's all burned up. You know, from when the she building fell the building on, on, he on, he on me. The building yeah. on <laughs> But basically, the whole intro is just to show that they're all working as a team. Uh, the new Aven- Avengers that they had set up at the end of Avengers: Age of Ultron. So it's it's right. ha- it's Hawk. Uh, sorry, it's uh, Falcon. It's Falcon, Captain America, uh, Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow, and I think that's it. Right? Those Vision. Are the- Vision. Oh, and Vision. Wait, wait, wait. Was he even? What was he doing? Mm-hmm. No, he's there. Yeah. Okay. He, when, he, he start, when they start training, he's there. Oh yeah, yeah, but he wasn't in that mission though. No, 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 no. But I mean, yeah. if you're, if oh, you're that's, oh, sorry. From, from, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're setting it up from Winter Soldier, that ending scene where it's like, hey, you guys ready for training? He's there right. at training. So then, in that mission, he's not there. No, he's no, just, he's not d- there. doing random stuff. So yeah, so those are the people there. Uh, so for s- now, I'm guessing it's it. So it is just to incite people 
uh, to be against the Avengers to cause issues that Crossbones is stealing a biological weapon. That's what he's doing. And right. no one knows where the Winter Soldier is. No one knows where Bucky is. And right, he hasn't even come into it yet. Not, not even close. Because he's disappeared. Apparently, he's been off the radar for two years now. So we don't know what's happened to him. Right, exactly. So they go ahead and Crossbone steals it. And he's got henchmen. And, of course, they're taking out the henchmen left and right, that kind of thing. It's still uh, in your best interest to, uh, <laughs> to be attacked by Captain America than it is anyone else. <laughs> Because everyone else, everyone else will, will kill, kill you. you. Yeah. <laughs> but Cap, Cap, Cap will hurt you. He'll <laughs> fucking hurt you. But it's mostly like he's going to run at you really fast and kick. Knock you out. Yeah, just yeah, like yeah. kick you 15 feet. And you're going to be fine. I mean, you're going to hurt in the morning. But right. <laughs> maybe for like a few months. Right. But you're still going to be alive. You're right. still going to be okay. Scarlett Johansson, it's just all headshots. Like there's no winning there. Like you can't. Yeah, not yeah. not even a not chance. Even, no, yeah. <laughs> not even a chance. So yeah, so they get crossbones, and then unfortunately, you know, the trigger for for Captain America anytime something happens, they have a really. By the way, like like I mentioned before, this is all like s- speed fighting. They are fighting in real time, yep. no slow motion. It yep. looks really good. No cutaway either. No, no cutaways at all. Yep. They're doing a very, very good job with all of this. Uh, what I love about Scarlett Johansson uh, as Black Widow is she uses like real life wrestling moves kind of as well. Like I was like, oh, that would be what a DDT would look like if someone did it in real life. Okay, <laughs> yeah, like that kind of shit. Like a, right. it, it looks right. Same with Captain America. He uses a lot of wrestling stuff in the, in the fighting that he does. Uh, so, you know, each one's taking out the different members because they try and split up with the biological weapon, all that kind of stuff. Falcon has like a little helper guy. What who's was like, that called? See, I forgot. Damn it. I didn't write it down. <laughs> I forgot. But at this one point, terrible. at one point, Scarlett Johansson's like, I'm not thanking that thing. And he's like, oh, but he's cute. Like, just say hi. Like, <laughs> no, it's cool. Yeah. It's fine. So that was that. And then, of course, Crossbones gets to fight with Captain America because he hates Captain America. Uh, and they're they're fighting and then as they're like as captain america basically has him like he has him dead to rights he's about to take him in uh rumlo uh crossbones mentions bucky and then he's like why why are you saying you know bucky whatever and he's like i'm taking you with me and he's about to detonate this vest that captain america should have seen luckily scarlet witch is there and she takes him basically using her power and tries to get him up really high so the explosion doesn't hurt anyone. But she hasn't mastered her powers yet fully. Right. So she only makes it like halfway up a building. And then there's this huge explosion that just rocks this building. entire yeah. building. Yeah. So you see all these innocent people. Because they're, they're fighting in this marketplace, this outdoor marketplace, where there are just tons of people. So right. you've also got people in the building, too. Because no one's evacuated these people. You're, right. Yeah. It's not like... In I'm gonna say it again. In Batman Superman, <laughs> when they're fighting in like the burnt out church in Gotham, like, yeah, like no one's no one's in Gotham ever. Like <laughs> yeah. it just no one actually lives there. Yeah. Like <laughs> so they just do whatever. Uh, but yeah, so there are people around, uh, and yeah, there are obviously innocent people that that die from this. And it's it's good that a that a movie talks about this because really. And I, I'll mention it again, Batman, Superman, the reason why Batman is mad at Superman at the beginning is because from that terrible, terrible Superman movie, when they're fighting in Metropolis, there are 
there are innocent people that died during this huge alien battle, which happens. And that's the start of the movie, and then they never talk about that again, really, right. because they don't hurt anyone else. Uh, there's a, the guy who was hurt in that original one blows himself up at one point. It's like, okay, the way to be subtle about it. Right. This, this, the way they have this in Captain America is, is put together much better. So all this, all this happens in, in, in Wakanda, which is in Nigeria, correct? Yes. Yeah. So obviously Scarlet Witch is like freaked the fuck out because she didn't want to cost any innocent people their lives and she just can't fully, you know, control her. But she is she is one of the strongest. Like I mentioned, I, I love her character because even as a bad guy in the comics, she's great. Like she has a ridiculous amount of power. You don't right. want to fuck with her. Like Vision can't fuck with her. And Vision is ridiculously powerful right he actually has a ruling stone yeah exactly. that's where his power is coming from and she can as you'll find out you know later on in the movie she can slam him down to hell basically i guess is where he ended up i'm i'm not exactly sure china maybe yes wherever they were from from wherever they are it encapsulates uh, him yeah so uh anyways so she's all freaked out because obviously she didn't want to cause this and so they, uh, you know, Captain America has a one-on-one with her. He takes the blame for himself because he said he shouldn't have been all freaked out when Bucky's name, and he shouldn't. He, I mean, there shouldn't right. be a, a little thing that always makes him stutter if someone says Bucky. Yeah, yeah. it's his random uh, PTSD, apparently, is what it is, and it's attached to Bucky. Yeah. I mean, he would never be able to watch the show Bucky O'Hare because they're saying it constantly. It's just he'd never be able to do it. Captain America can do, do a lot. He can't watch Bucky O'Hare, so... But um, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> yes, it is pretty bad. <laughs> so uh, while this is also happening, uh, Iron Man is doing a speech at MIT, and this was awesome because yes. they're it's it they make it seem like it's a flashback because yeah. it's young Robert Downey Jr. So awesome! Like he looks like he looked in Weird Science. Oh yeah! Like he is. Oh yeah! Young. He is young, and it looks like it's like holiday christmas time or something or maybe not maybe he's just that crazy guy who wears that stuff while he's sleeping at his parents house it's completely possible he was drunk the night before and that's how he you know woke up but you meet his mother and his father uh and look if you didn't know if you didn't know what happened and you didn't know who's the cause of it you're not that smart i'm just gonna put that out there we'll talk about it later but if you didn't get the foreshadowing or you've never read a comic book, right. you know, the, this is the, these are things you should know. But basically, uh, they're talking, you know, both of his parents die in what is looked to be a, uh, a car accident. That's what, you know, but, but they're talking very, you know, his mother asked him to say something nice to his father because his father's talking about, hey, you know, sarcasm is a sign of greatness, so you're going to be, like, a great man when you grow right, up. Right, like, right. You know, that kind of it's thing. That kind of, like, thanks, Dad. Yeah. And he he says, I love you to his dad, and it's a little, you know, kind of, you know, it's tough well, for him. Yeah. You know it's tough for him, but he does it anyways. But then the whole scenery kind of disappears a little bit as Tony Stank, <laughs> Tony Stark, <laughs> walks in. And basically, he's got these glasses that he's that he's made that you can go back into memories and change the memories into what, so because, what you want. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's 
assume that he did not say those things to his parents. Like it, w- it went down worse than that. So before his parents died, he never got to say that, you know, I love you and thank you and, and those kind of things. So he's talking about that and he gives everyone in the school like grants all of their proposals for right whatever you're going to be working on we've got you covered and that that's because he's got tons of guilt like he's iron man he's he's got he's done a lot of things in his life that are bad and he's just got tons of guilt and on the teleprompter that he has it it says and now pepper Potts," but he kind of stutters around and doesn't say it and you're like oh is he mad at her what's the deal and as he leaves a girl apologizes for you know, not being able not to chase it. it. Yeah. And it turns out they're like on a break. Yeah. Right they're, now. They're, yeah. now I, I did not see Iron Man three. Did this happen in Iron Man three? No. Okay. Because I really disliked Iron Man two. So I did not see Iron Man three. So, okay. okay. So Pepper Potts, that thing didn't happen on a no, movie. I, it was, it was, it was traumatic for her in the sense that she actually had something, um, happen to her in that movie. Mm-hmm. And that's why it can be assumed that she's going to be like, you know what? The closer I am to you, the more likely I'm going to get hurt. So I'm going to walk away for a little bit. Like, it, it completely, it justifies this separation. Well, and it happens in, what, almost every comic book ever? That, that, right. I mean, how long does it take Mary Jane and, and Peter Parker to get together? Like, <laughs> all, Very, that, yeah. all that stuff. That happens to everyone. So, yeah, okay, that, that makes total sense. So, yeah, so he's, he's feeling bad about that. He's being a little baby about that and as he leaves to go on the elevator he runs into this woman and they kind of have a conversation and you know it's going somewhere you know it's gonna it's not exactly what it seems and it turns out that her son was killed in uh sokovia uh when they lifted the fucking island and by the way it wasn't them i mean it's the bad guys right <laughs> but but still they were they but were that's how that works it. though i mean you're the fallout from literally fall like <laughs> uh-huh. i mean you're the ones who still live on earth so we have to blame you we can't blame these other you know we can't blame this well and it actually it was it's a bad guy that tony created so it really is his fault yeah that's uh, and that is true that was and that's why tony stark feels the most guilt and he should because right. no one else had i mean i think captain america was completely against uh doing anything like this a lot of people were like yep. what the fuck are you doing like right. this is not the right thing to do, you know all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I it makes sense. So you know she hits him in the chest with the picture, and then he uses that later on because what basically happens is, what is it, the Secretary of Defense or who? Yes. Yeah, Secretary. Secretary of Defense. Yeah, he shows up at the New Avengers stronghold, and basically gives a presentation, letting everyone know that the. Uh, um, the Sokovia Accords is basically exactly what Kelly said before. It's a hundred and it's a UN panel with what 117 countries who have signed on to it. Yeah. yeah. And what is it basically? Right. It's that this council is going to be in charge of what the Avengers do. Right. Yes. So instead of them going around with the intelligence that they have and the intel that they have, going around and stopping bad guys and whatever. They're going to have to basically run that by this council. And then if this council wants them to go do something else, they would have to do it. You have to get clearance for everything. Right. Which is what happens in all parts of life, most likely. I mean, whatever your job happens to be, government, you know, all, you know, being in the military, all that kind of stuff. You have overhead, overseers, you know, uh, the Avengers don't. 
They they don't. I mean, they have Captain America. And he can, or anyone can say something at some point. They'll be like, yeah, let's check it out. Avengers go. You know, whatever whatever they want to say. So, uh, now, uh, Captain America seems to be the only person that at, at first is perturbed by this. Because, like he was when he deals with S.H.I.E.L.D., he wasn't a fan of S.H.I.E.L.D. being in charge of them, of him. You know, he, he questioned, he's like, why are you keeping secrets from me? He doesn't want that to happen again with the U.N. Council. You know, he's questioning, well, what if I want to go help someone else? You know, what if they want to use us for something that we don't want to do? We don't do? agree with. Yeah, exactly. He's like, we don't want to be in control of someone that can use us for bad. Which makes sense, too. Right. All of all of this is making sense on both sides. But I did think the secretary had a very good line. He said, "Hey, you know, I have I have a boss. If I misplace two megaton nukes, like Banner, like like Which Banner right, and a god, to, yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah that neither one of these characters are in it. And I do like that they do make reference to them. Yes, they do. Um, a couple times actually. Yeah. Yes, uh, but I was waiting for either some sort of." There was no Nick Fury for me, and I'm, I always need some sort of. It was the weirdest thing to not see Sam Jackson in a at all. Like in a no, Marvel movie. No, like little message, no nothing. Nope. Like, nothing. I didn't need him to be a walk-on role. I just needed a little like, hey, just let you know, you know, whatever. No, absolutely nothing, uh, because he's off in. I mean, at least at the end of Winter Soldier, he was off in Europe or whatever, tracking down the rest of um, what's the face. Hydra and Red Skull, I guess, which they don't really mention, but it is Red Skull is behind a lot of this stuff. Oh, absolutely. So at some point, they'll go into that, I'm, I'm assuming. Right. Uh, but yeah, because Red Skull is technically... So let's also mention, uh, because we kind of skip by Crossbones because he had a little part, in the comic books, and everyone knows this too, in the comic books, Captain America was killed in Civil War. That's yep. the end of Civil War. There's a lot more that goes into it afterwards, but... That's that's the main one of the main things because he surrenders even though he's won. Right. He surrenders because he doesn't like what it's doing to people. He is shot. It turns out he's shot by two different people, but in the in that arc, he's shot by one. It's crossbones. It's it's so you know, they, they had to change it a little bit, but still that's a that's a big deal. And crossbones was hired by Red Skull and also brainwash Agent Carter to shoot Captain America as well. That's later on in the comic books. They, you know, that doesn't happen in this movie, but you can't have it happen in this movie. Like right. you have to have that happen later. You know what I mean? Like that kind right. of thing. So Red Skull should come up at some point. But anyways, so this was this was big. They they talked about and it's true. Like in the comics, Thor is like, this is humans' problems. I don't have to deal with this. And I forget, Hulk might be a Planet Hulk at this time. I, I forget. Whatever storyline, Hulk is not part of Civil War. Right, which I mean, it, but it, it, those two characters doesn't really surprise me because Thor isn't a native. He's not going to, like, it, it has to be a threat to the entire universe for Thor yeah, to be involved, exactly. which is understandable. And then Banner really wants nothing to do with, like, he gets sucked into these things and he's just, I'm happy living in a cave. I want to yeah. be left alone. I don't want to deal with people. And really, you can't even... Like, how would you even want to work it? Because then you have to have Tony and his Hulk smashing uh, a Hulk, uh, whatever. Veronica. Yeah, whatever. And he has multiple ones in the comic books. Whatever they want to call it, that one to fight the Hulk specifically. But then also, then you just have Thor and Hulk fight because they're really the only ones that can, you know, that kind of thing. Like, why even bother? So it made sense. They brought them up. 
but you don't see them. They they don't flash over to Thor in fucking Asgard hanging He's out. Like, you know, yeah, like, no, right? Yeah, that kind of stuff doesn't happen. So that works well. But so at this moment now, Tony Stark though is completely for this. He's very silent during this meeting, but he right. brings up the picture of the kid who died and basically says they need someone overseeing them. They can't have this stuff happen. And he, for one, you know, has lost control and he wants control in this. He wants people above him to tell them what to do so that they're not responsible. Yeah, but that's just it, though. I feel like that's also him passing the buck. Oh, you know what? It's it's not my decision if these people die. It's technically these people's decision. So then it kind of takes me out of the situation, which I get. Um, And then obviously... um, Rhodey is absolutely for it. But, I mean, that's a military person. They're used to that. Same thing with even um, Black Widow. She kind of has that, like, well, I, this is kind of how this works. Like, I, I get my missions from somewhere. It's not, you know, like, that's right. not her personality. Falcon, on the other end, who is also military, is on Cap's side where he's like, exactly. I don't like this. Like, this is bad. Yeah, it's War Machine versus Falcon, basically, on right. a lot of this stuff. But Falcon does whatever Cap says. <laughs> anyway, right. That's in the that comic books, too. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a, it's a little different backstory that they've used for falcon based on you know from the comics but still it's he follows he follows cap so yeah and then obviously um maximov uh scarlet witch she's freaked out but she also doesn't like control because she's like i don't know what is she like 19 or something in this movie like she's young she could be in high school yeah she could be even younger yeah she could be 16 or something that's how her powers get exponentially higher as she grows older like, she is ridiculously powerful, like I mentioned before, but she's a kid, and that's one of the things that makes her a little dangerous, too, is, you know, how are her mood, you know, her mood could be one way this way and, you know, another way. Plus, she lost her brother, Quicksilver, who I hope isn't really dead, but he's not in this movie. Right. So, But that doesn't mean they can't resurrect. They're very good at resurrecting. They are. Yeah, no, well, I love that. I mean, Captain America is, it turns out that the in the comics that crossbones like hits his shoulder but the actual thing is a special gun that freezes you in time and then they bury him but he comes back as he gets unfrozen i in the- love comic books. oh i know right so they can much. they can do whatever the fuck they want physics means nothing exactly so <laughs> that's but for the movie i mean for the civil war comics themselves that bubble is very well done because Captain America is perceived as dead. He just comes back later, and Bucky takes over for him as Captain America at one point. So does Clint. So does uh, Hawkeye. He takes over for Captain America for a while. So there's a lot of stuff that happens later on. So he turns into a Robin Hood character, pretty much. Yeah, it's the person looking for good, and he's the only one. Clint, at the time, is the only one that can control the shield, which makes uh, the, you Captain America's shield. Right. Which makes sense, you know. It's it's about accuracy. It's you know that kind of thing. So that that's fine. And this is you also don't see you know he's retired right now. Hawkeye is is retired. Right. He, he's well, with his family. Which they make reference to, and they're like, okay, well, what if they make a decision that we don't agree with? They're like, then you retire, and that's why. I mean, that explains where Clint's like, nope, I'm out. Yep, that kind of thing. So yeah, so you kind of see how they're already shaping up of people that kind of are fine with signing this accord, and people that aren't. That kind of thing, and then. What you have, what you have, is you see a little, you see a backstory of this guy. His name is Zemu, right? Helmet, yeah. Helmet Zemu, and he actually is in the comic books as well. He exposes, which is kind of funny because it's kind of what he does in this movie too. He's the one who exposes Bucky as being Captain America 
when he takes over for him in the comic books. Here, he's his mission is to expose Bucky as well, but in a different way. So right. it does tie in. I like the way they kind of did that. But basically, he's like an ex, uh, uh, what Russian kill hitman, well, right, right, but he, assassin. Yeah, Zakovia. He was yeah, but it was yeah, it was for. Now, see, what I was kind of waiting for, especially with the actor that they chose to cast in this, he looked very much, or like at least related to the Doctor from um, Red Skull, which I'm blanking on his name, who was in the computer from Winter Soldier. No, I I know you're talking about I forgot the name, too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I swear to God, if there's some sort of like, this this is like long-lost great-grandson or something, I'd be like, really, guys? I'm happy they didn't make that connection, but my mind went there a couple times where I was like, how is this going to go? Like, why is this random? Right. Why is this random guy attacking? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they and they go ahead and they do some flashbacks. They have the guy who was pretty much in control of the Winter Soldier, you know, throughout the years. He had this red notebook where he kept the uh the all of his experiments and, you know, I guess and they actually said what the phrase is to control Bucky. So it's they have to say this and then he, you know, basically it flushes like, over. Yeah. yeah. So it's longing, rusted, 17 Daybreak, Furnace, Nine, Benign, Homecoming, One, Freight Car. And then you say Soldier, and then he says Ready to Comply. So originally I was like, when I was following I was like, what does this spell out? And I was like, no, it doesn't spell anything. (laughs) Stupid Ian, it does not spell anything. You never know, because sometimes there's random layers to shift. I was looking for some clue, like Rosebud or something. (laughs) But yeah, it certainly wasn't that. So he searches out basically the fucking idiot Hydra guy who was in charge of Bucky or in charge of his cap uh, capturing, you know, whatever his train that training that making him brainwashed all that kind of stuff. For some reason, he kept all of his old shit like a jerk. Like he's he's obviously retired, but he saved all of his stupid shit. So the guy knew he probably had it. So went to his house found the stuff, asked the guy questions, couldn't get the answers to what he wanted, so he killed him, which was a pretty badass way, like a really dick way to kill somebody. Uh, He hung the guy, and I guess he is Hydra, so he deserves it, but he was hung upside down over um, like a basement sink, and then the water was just slowly filling up so that his head was there in the water, but it was at that level where... If you could hold yourself up, if you had enough strength, you could survive because you'd be out of the water. But there's no way anyone, no human could hold themselves up. So as the water comes up, it just goes down your nose and you just you just drown. Right. So that guy didn't want to have you say hail Hydra before he died and bullshit and then right. you know, whatever and then he left. So the whole point, you think this guy is going after, you think Zemu is going after one thing. Uh, but it turns out later on you'll find out he's after another thing actually. Uh, right. So then uh, you go to the you go to the president. Sorry, the uh, king of Wakanda. They're yes. at the UN. They're at the UN meeting. Right. This now, is the accord signing. Yeah. This is yeah. Now Cap says, and this this story is happening at the same time. Cap says no, he's he's not going to sign, and he gets a he gets actually during that original meeting we were talking about he gets a text saying she passed away in her sleep. <sighs> yeah, I know. And he only knows one person, basically. So besides well, no, Bucky... And, well, yeah, and it's one of those, you know who it is. Like, Yeah. And I, for some reason right now, though, I'm blanking on her name. Peggy Carter. Peggy Carter, there we go. 
So Peggy Carter, she she passes away. He goes to the funeral, and then Agent Carter does a speech, and she's looking at him. And if people remember, Agent Carter is from Winter Soldier. She also right. has a bunch of she's small Agent parts. 13. Yeah, Agent right. Thirteen. Yeah, and this is when you actually find out that she is uh, related to Peggy. Yes, exactly. So now you can call her Agent Carter, I right. guess, because that's yeah. So she's making a speech about you know, whatever. I don't remember. It's great. She's seen you know, oh. she's a since our SSR. Ah, she's shit. That was the other quote I wanted to get, and it's not on the net. It's not on the net right now, or it wasn't when I was doing my research. She had that whole part at the end when she when she said something like, "I asked my mother, or my mother had words of it, or my aunt, right? That's her. Yeah, her, her aunt. aunt. Yeah, her, her aunt. She's like my aunt had uh, special. She had a, a a saying she said to me, and she said, uh, if compromise where you can, and when you can't, stop." And like, don't let them push you. It was something very nice, though. Right, like, right, I, I, yeah. I butchered that. I fucking butchered it. But it is something. I'll get the speed. That was gonna be my other quote for the opening, but I couldn't find exactly what it was. But it really was basically she was looking at Captain America, and it was exactly what he needed to hear. Which for is what it's, hold yeah. your ground when you have when you know this is right. Right. You hold your ground. And it's basic. It's cliche, but it's right. it's good though. Like that. That's probably a way many people should live their life. Like, sure, make compromises on the little things, but when there's something that you completely disagree with, hold your ground and make them move you. Like, that's that was something like the, the quote or whatever. So I enjoyed that. So he's kind of walking with her while Scar- – uh, I keep on wanting to say Scarlet Witch. While <laughs> Black Widow is at uh, the UN Accord uh, talks right. to, to yes, sign the, you know, to sign the, yes. the, uh, the accord. And so the president – uh, king or of Wakanda, king. who has already come out against what the Avengers did uh, in Wakanda, is now saying like it's great that they're here, that we're going to sign this accord, everything's going to be good, and that's where you meet his son, I guess. Yes, it's his son. So it's the prince. And what is his actual name? Ooh, I have that pulled up. It's Hold like to. I, I I'm gonna butcher. It's it. not. Yeah, no, and I you kind of need the accent too. Yeah, exactly. Tachaka, Tachaka. Yeah. Yeah, so that's like, right, actually. Yeah, oh, okay. So he is, and you you find it out later, of course. But he's Black Panther. Black Panther. And he's oh. fucking badass. Oh yeah. Like, Black Panther Fantastic is costume. Yeah. Oh. Yes, they did everything right with Black Panther. Now, I'm not as familiar. Like, I know his backstory. I know when he married Storm. Like, I know a bunch of stuff that happened in his whole comic book reign. But I never had like the physical comic books for most of his stuff. Like, he's done. Right you know, different uh, series and stuff that I've also read. But I didn't know they focused on the ring, but the ring doesn't give him any powers, I didn't think. Like, he's not a superhuman. He's, he, has, he has athletic Olympics uh, ability, but he right. is not a mutant and he's not a superhero. That's, no, I don't believe so. That suit makes him bulletproof, and right, that right. suit actually limits the amount of force an opposing force can do it's on him. Because it's the same thing the shields may not have. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so that's why vibranium. Yep. So that's why. uh, So, but it seemed more like because he was fighting at some points without the suit and holding his own with Bucky, and that made no sense to me because he didn't have that power. I didn't think, but maybe his rage. But it looked they kind of focused on a ring that he put on, which he gets from his father. So it's one of those things. Is this something that's handed down, like the Panther is the protection thing, and it's one of those which it which it is in the comic books. Right. But but so, I don't remember the ring being there's there didn't seem to be it was just 
the mantle of being protector, not the power of being protector, if that makes sense. So any comic book fans, anyone, if you want to you know, write this wrong, like I said, email, email me, ianhates at gmail.com. Post it on Twitter, at uh, ianhatespodcast. Write it on the Facebook wall, facebook.com slash ianhates, all that stuff. Uh, just let me know. Because obviously we're trying to be factual here as well as talking. Uh, you know, In general, Black Panther was great in the movie. And I, it, they just talk about it here because basically what happens is when they're about to give this accord, he has some conversation with uh, Black Widow, and it seems like they're all good. She doesn't really know what he is or what he has the ability to do. Uh, right. But he is the prince of Wakanda. So they happen to look outside. He looks outside at the time that his father is talking, and there's a bomb dog and a, like a, a truck or whatever, and every, yeah, and everyone just starts scattering, and he's like, "No, get down!" And he tries to jump on his dad, but there's a huge explosion, uh, and it blows up like a lot of that whole UN hall. Now, Black Widow makes it out, uh, T'Chaka makes it out, but the um, the king is dead, and a bunch of other people are dead as well. So this sets uh, Black Panther off. He puts the ring on. And Black Widow's trying to talk to him, and he's like, don't worry about bringing it. They, they show right away, somehow, the news has the picture of the guy leaving the news van, and the picture looks like Bucky. Right. So right away, like, you know, there's no thought. There's like, it takes no time for them to point the blame at someone. So you're like, which whoa. Is, okay, so which is interesting. And they, they bring this up. Why would you leak that photo? In that regard, but it's also I think it's funny at at the end of uh, Winter Soldier, Black Widow wears something on her face that blends her in. Like right. I don't. Why would your mind go to clearly? It must be especially when there's been nothing from it. Like he's I, disappeared for two years. Why would he suddenly blow up this? Like why and, would he bring that attention right. to himself? And that's not uh, that's obviously for people that know it. It's not Bucky that does it, right. but the guy who Zemu who is the one who they find face prosthetics in his in his uh, hotel room, he doesn't even use the same thing that Black Widow used for changing her face. He just pa- plasters some stuff on his face say, and makes him look... It looks like look, a bad wig, too. Yeah. Like it's not even... <laughs> exactly. You would think... But since everyone's already has been looking for Bucky for two years or whatever, because of all the things that went down before, they're just like, oh, this is our chance. We're going to have to put everything we have on it to get him. So I, I understand that a little bit, but Tony Stark should have been better about it. Black Widow should have been better about it. All of them should have been better about saying, hey, let's take a step back. But yet, everyone is already mad at them to begin with, so they also have that on top of it too, right? Right. Captain America and Captain America and Agent Carter are walking back to her hotel room. There's a little bit of possible sexual tension again between them. It looks <laughs> like maybe he might get invited up to her hotel room possibly which he uh, wouldn't go because he wouldn't captain go because he's, he's captain america baby uh <laughs> falcon shows up though at a, in you know like right when he shouldn't and says hey you have to you know you have to see this he sees the bucky stuff and basically they go into we know what we have to do everyone's going to be looking for him but i need to find him first so the right. falcon says you know it's it's in the trailer he's like you know people who end up shooting at you normally end up shooting at me so i'm i'm with you what you know what's the deal uh, and then agent carter also slips him a file with his last known possible whereabouts that kind of thing and she also lets him know that 
it's a shoot to kill mission. Yes. Like we're not taking him alive. Right. And they're in Germany right now when this is happening. I think they're the the big white letters said Vienna or so. Or so I don't know somewhere <laughs> in Germany. Uh, you you think they'd have more of an impact on us, but no. Yeah, and we just managed to blank them out. Yep. <laughs> but so while that's while that's happening, obviously Tony Stark is mobilizing. Everyone's like, we got to get on this. Black Widow tells Cap, "Hey, stay away from this one. You're only going to make it worse." Makes sense. All of this makes total sense. Right, but, right, right. but Captain's like, "Hey, he's my friend. I don't know for sure. I yeah, don't I want him dead. To him. I want to yeah. know what what of why what's triggered him to do. You know, like there's something else here. Exactly. So they go back. Cap Cap gets there first. He gets to the apartment. It turns out that is that is Bucky's place. Uh, he's got a little diary with a picture of Cap in it. You know, Cap knows he's not. You know, he's like, you know me. Tell tell me. You know." talk to me and Bucky's like I don't know why you're here and I don't have to tell you anything you know that basically that, he's being very Bucky coy even says also that wasn't me yeah he's being very coy yeah and he says right away I did not kill that guy I've been here I was never in there yeah right. this is this is not me anymore you know that kind of thing so then they have a massive fight with like all the German like SWAT special ops whatever the right. fuck show up and you know Cap's like don't fucking kill anybody <laughs> Like, don't kill anybody. So the whole time, Bucky is not caring. Well, he's kind of taking it easy, but not really. And no, Cap really. is just consistently trying to save people, but also hurt them at the same time. Right, right. I'm, making, like, I'm trying to get Bucky to escape, but yeah. you guys are making this really difficult. It's cool. Bucky, I think he, he like, busts out of the apartment, and he, like, throws a guy over the balcony, and it's, like, the eighth floor or something ridiculous, maybe even higher. And Cap like has to jump over and catch the guy, and he looks at Bucky. He's like, "Come on, man!" And like puts him like throws the guy against the wall instead. <laughs> it's just very well done, uh, very well done. Uh, Winter Soldier Bucky has a to-go bag, you know, and he just fucking throws it out the window. Uh, he gets the Cap is still taking care of people, not killing them, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, Bucky jumps all the way to the other side of the of the of the roof. And that's where you meet the actual Black Panther. Woo! Yeah. And he's badass. Oh, really good. He's got the, the claws on his hands. and He's quick. He's agile. Uh, he doesn't do anything else other than the fight. Like, he's a, he's a fighter. He doesn't have, like, blast powers or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah. And obviously, he's got the retractable claws. Yep. It's an essence of Catwoman here, but to a great level. Oh, uh, yeah. For sure, much better than much better. Also, um, there's a couple of theories that I was able to pull up with him. It's not necessarily the ring might have something to do because we're, we're missing two more stones from the Infinity Gauntlet. We're missing time, which more than yeah. likely would be strange, yep. and we're missing siege. There's a good chance that the ring has something to do with siege, that's and that's a possibility. where he's, yeah. he's getting this stuff from. Because he also has his own movie coming out in like 2017 or 2018, some, somewhere around there think 18 18 probably they have a whole list by the way you can just google this came out recently like a couple days ago or something there's a whole list of up until 2020 of all the marvel movies coming out or all the superhero movies in general like including dc it's fucking nuts like it's gonna be from now on we're gonna have no movies except for marvel dc and star wars they're gonna and jurassic they're the only movies that will (laughs) exist from now on that's that's just it. <laughs> I feel so bad for like young movie makers and like indie filmmakers because yeah, it's no, just it yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. Even though this is a great movie, well, no, still, the only way you yeah. could get that like it's you, we have to go to Kickstarter and that's how we get shit. I mean, that's how it's gonna work. 
True yeah. fans would be like, oh my god, you actually have to make this, and that's how you get. I mean, that's how Deadpool got funded. Got funded. That was by fans. No, that's true. I still, I'm still a little wary of of Kickstarter. I have, and it's not their own fault. I have one. If anyone remembers the TV show uh, Todd in the Book of Pure Evil, <laughs> which is an amazing show. It lasted yeah. two seasons on Canadian television. It was like Buffy mixed with a horror movie. Like it was just, it was so fun, and they could say like balls and shit. <laughs> It had Jason it had Jason Muse in it and stuff. It was great. Uh, I funded their movie to be made. This was like four years ago, and still waiting on that movie to be made. Did it, they meet their goal? Do yeah, you know? by over the goal, and they're making an animated movie. So there was something about rights. There was something about yeah, rights. They just yeah. came back recently, like after like two years of hearing nothing. They just came back and said we got everything situated. Here are the character designs, and I and I don't like that it's animated, because I think it takes away from the show. But I still still waiting for it. And then there's a band, and I'm gonna say their name because it's a new segment on Ian Hates Music podcast. The new segment is has the band from from first to last contacted Ian Hates Music because it's been now over three years. They still have not given me my two hundred dollars worth of stuff. That I'm supposed to get for their album that was released. Oh. Yep. And with Kickstarter, there is nothing that the company can do. It's no, you could yeah. you could get a lawyer yourself and sue them for right. not getting your stuff. But in general, that's so. My whole new thing is anything with Ian hates music. I tag from first to last because I did a whole part of an episode where I talked about the timeline of them screwing over their fans. Allegedly, but they definitely screwed over me. But there's right. tons of other people. If you go, if you can even for anyone who is bored at work, it's a Friday or it's whatever, you're bored at work, look up from first to last Kickstarter and go to the comments that you're able to see. That's not even including the comments on the updates, but there's over a hundred comments of people who have still not received anything. And this was two and a half, three years ago, whatever, something like that. So Long story short, I I have trouble trusting it sometimes, but right. I do want to give, I do want to help because the perks and stuff are awesome. I have right now the last Kickstarter I did was for Mystery Science Theater three thousand, because I want to see Mystery Science three thousand. So <laughs> at, at least they are giving a lot of updates. It seems like that's going off without a hitch. They made something like fucking five million dollars or something yeah, ridiculous like mystery science theater yeah there's no way that that's not getting like made that, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's how it's the same probably the best kickstarter ever was the veronica mars one because yeah. they got tons of money and they went out and they fucking did the film they did updates all the time and then the film came out and they gave everyone what they were supposed to give them yep fantastic that's exactly what's supposed to happen so i i, I think the same thing would happen for mystery science theater but anyways long right. story short so you're right. You're probably right about the gems, uh, about the Infinity Stones. Uh, I would, I would think. I'm still very interested in how they're going to do that whole Thanos thing. Like, I, <gasps> yes. I'm assuming, Gauntlet. I'm assuming the next Thor movie, the Ragnarok one, is Thanos tearing Asgard apart. That's yeah. That's what it's I'm. It's got to be that part. And yeah. then that's also supposed to be how they're going to bring in um, Guardians too, because right. Guardians will be an Infinity War. Exactly. So that would immediately bring them into it as well. But so many people die. It's going to be so cool. Like I don't know how. I don't know how they <laughs> do it. Well, Infinity War is a two-parter anyway, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they'll leave it on a big cliffhanger where I guess everyone will die. Die. Yes. And then course. you're like, how are they going to make this movie? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. 
Uh, but it is comic books, and every, anyone can come back from the dead at any point. So awesome. it's just the way things happen. Uh, so yes, you meet you meet Black Panther for the first time. You get a little bit of a fight between him and Bucky, as well as Captain America yep. and him. Falcon shows up. Scene. Yeah, Falcon, and the chase scene was great. Oh. What a great! It was Deadpool esque yes, chase very. scene. You know that kind of thing, just without the blatant humor. You know, that kind of thing. But cursing and graphic, yeah. But Bucky at one point like drop kicks a guy off of a motorcycle, catches it in midair, it and swings around and jumps <laughs> it was pretty badass. Like Which I mean that that's now uh, um, Black Widow has has done similar things though. Yes, absolutely. And the other movies too. So, but I mean, of course, I mean, it doesn't really surprise me that Bucky could do this too. Yeah, and that was a little slow motiony, but even still, was still, pretty much not, like almost real time. Up, like, yeah, or, like it's not like right. that. It wasn't. Yeah, fucking stupid movie. Uh, awesome. So, great, <laughs> great scene. You know, Captain America chasing Falcon chasing in a tunnel. Uh, yes. Black Panther jumping on Falcon, like Mars. it was like, oh, all this stuff. Cat yeah. versus bird, like it's always yeah. yeah. Very, very well done. And then at the end of the tunnel, they basically get shut down. War Machine shows up. Uh, uh, Black Widow shows up. All this, and they basically arrest everyone. They right. arrest Falcon. They arrest Captain America. They arrest Black Panther. Even though he's a king now, <laughs> he's, he's a real king. So though, it's like we're just taking you all in because we need to figure out what the hell's yeah. going on here. And then of course Bucky too. So no one got away. They got everyone. And on the trip there, Bucky is put in this major, major confinement unit. Major <laughs> confinement right. unit. It kind of, it re- it's very Hulk esque. Like yes. it looks like something like. I that think they the took movie. the Hulk one, like it made right. it smaller. It just kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's what would hold Banner. You know that oh, kind yeah. of thing. No, yeah. yeah. And it's the the full lockdown thing. Yep. So they get in there, and then you know Captain America and Falcon and Bucky don't really they don't get that. Uh, but I mean Captain America, Falcon, and um, Panther don't get right. that treatment. But they're talking in there, and you know. You know, uh, Panther's like, I'm a king, and I'm going to. You're not going to keep me from getting to your friend. He's like, Do you think you are going to be able to stop me from? Right. Getting, yeah, no. He he's under the impression that the guy killed his father. Right. So so there's there's a little bit of that underlying revenge story thing going on here. Absolutely, absolutely. So they get back and you meet Martin Freeman for some reason. <laughs> Such a weird casting call on this one. But what is he in this? Like he's in charge of something. He's is he in charge of like the whatever. This isn't Shield. It's what is it? No, now? I, I think it's MI six. Okay, so he's in charge of MI six now. Uh, okay, whatever. So it's it's the UN agency is what it oh, is. Okay. It's, the, it's the UN whatever. But they crack. I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, he's it's just, the Hobbit. Yeah, it's Martin Freeman there, uh, <laughs> and he just says, uh, you know, he's laughing, but he's pissed off at Captain America and Falcon and he takes the shield and he takes Falcon he's like take the Birdman stuff (laughs) he's like you guys aren't getting these back well no yeah because they get the slip saying that we're holding this stuff like this is pretty it's a receipt for okay so if you go to jail they take all your crap and you get a receipt so you get it all back oh do you have do you have stories (laughs) do you have stories Kelly so Um, I just love the fact that he's re- Falcon's reading it, and he's like, "Bird costume, really, guys? On, you couldn't yeah. come up with a better thing." Like, it's the subtle little humor things <laughs> yes, that are, that are happening. Yeah, yeah. So while this is obviously this is taking place, you know, they're not being really held prisoner. You know, Panther's not really being held prisoner. They're just there, but uh, they got their stuff taken. They got their right. stuff taken. That, yeah, we're, that taking kind of your, we're taking all your fun gadgets. Because yeah. basically, they've broken the law. 
All of Correct. them have broken the law because they haven't signed this accord. Well, that, and, then, and they're aiding and abetting. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So even Panther, he's trying – he wasn't helping – War Machine right. and them capture Bucky. He was trying to kill Bucky. Kill Bucky. Yeah, that's you're not allowed to do that. Like be, even no. being a king now, that's still not something you're allowed to do. Right. You're not in Wakanda right now. You you can't do that. So they're going. They're they're talking, and then Iron Man and Captain America have a a very nice talk in this in this room where Iron Man is trying to persuade Cap to go ahead. It'll be retroactive. Just sign the accord. You won't get in any trouble. Get your shit back. Yeah, he's saying, you know, Vision's in. uh, Obviously, Black Widow's in. He said, uh, he also mentions, this kind of sets Cap off a little bit, that uh, Scarlet Witch is being held, basically, in the the stronghold or whatever. Yeah, the compound. And he gets, you know, Captain America's pissed. He's like, she's a kid. What are you doing? Like, he's like, anytime I try and trust you, this is the kind of shit you do, basically, without swearing, because Cap doesn't swear. But you know that kind of thing. Uh, he brings out the two pen, like two pens that his father used or FDR used or something like that. Yeah, to sign the um, Treaty of Versailles. Treaty of Versailles, and you know he mentions, and then Cap says like, you know, some people would say that brought us closer to war, and, and Iron Man's like, I hate your face. Yeah, like, he's so much. I just <laughs> want to punch you in the head. Yeah, I want to punch you in the head. He's like, he's like, did I ever tell you, you know, my father was you were you know i grew up hating you and like all this kind of stuff but he's trying to get you know he talks about how pepper and him are on a break and captain's very sorry for him you know it's genuine like he is sorry right. for him they are friends but right. they're we on just don't agree on this. yeah they're on two opposite sides on this and i am way more with captain america because for me that makes more sense right it does it does make sense and that the the vision quote that I did at the beginning of the show is also very true as well. Like he talks right. about how, you know, superhero escalation has happened since they, everyone came out to do this. The there's challenges, there are alien races, there's bad guys. They're all coming to challenge them. So it does cause things, but it's not a guarantee that you could say if you didn't have superheroes that you wouldn't have would bad in happen. the world. Yeah. I mean, right. you see it in our real world right now. We don't have superheroes, but there's still terrible things that happen. That's right. just the way it is. And there are always going to be those people that are saved by superheroes that are always going to love them. You know what I mean? But then there are going to be people that lost people, and they're going to blame them for it. That's right. just the, that's the way it is. It's one of the bases for comic books and stuff. That's, that's how things work. So Captain you know, gives him back the pen because he's pissed. He's super pissed at, at Tony Stark now. Yeah. Uh, doesn't want any part of this. And, uh, you know, he's he's saying that Bucky is innocent. And Tony Stark's like, no, he's not. You know, that kind of thing. So they have, uh, it turns out, it's Zemu. It's supposed to be a, like a therapist or a, someone. Well, the clinical psychologist is yeah. evaluating Bucky to figure out you know, what kind of a real threat you are, what kind of mental state and stability you are. But you find out that it is. It's, yeah. Yeah. So while this is happening, everyone's watching from upstairs. But a side little thing is that Zemu had sent this huge like pulse generator to EMP. knock out yeah EMP to knock out power uh, to everywhere where they are in Germany. So right. when that happens, it. when that happens, he starts talking to Bucky and starts saying those words because he wants Trigger a him. he wants a mission briefing. That's what he wanted from the um, yep, from the beginning. Hydra guy too, and I forget it's like December nineteen ninety one, whatever. What something happened? Like, here? Yeah, what happened? You know, 
tell and the Hydra guy wouldn't tell him. So now he's asking Bucky. So he says the words though first. And as he's saying that, Bucky, who you realize could have gotten out of those restraints at any point, right. now starts to get out of those restraints because he needs to stop him. Yeah, the only, he's, trying, he's freaking out. The only part he had trouble with was the door. That was <laughs> Like he rips off all the arm stuff, like he just like nothing. that that's that's nothing, and it also had to do with the power being off too. But well, I'm still, sure, yeah, yeah, still, still couldn't get out out the door. Once he steps out, he says the last word, and unfortunately, he is now brainwashed again. So you don't know what Zemu says, but when Cap and uh, basically well, uh, you don't know the Buck, well, Bucky obviously does debrief to him and answers his question but that's what you don't hear yeah you don't hear it you don't hear it and you don't know what Bucky's doing because Cap and Falcon make their way down uh, right. and Zemu's on the ground but Cap knows this is all fake and he like right. pulls him up and he's it, like Wait. they walk by all these bodies that Bucky's clearly destroyed yeah. and this guy's groaning and it's like no no no, no. Yeah. like you would be dead yeah so he knows something's up then uh, Falcon gets attacked by Bucky. Uh, Captain needs some answers, and, and then they have a whole fight. But in this in this fight that Bucky runs off or whatever, he also runs into Black Panther without the suit on, and that's what I was talking about earlier. They go head to head, and it doesn't really make that much sense because he shouldn't be able to take punches from Bucky. From like Bucky. he shouldn't be right. able to. His Bucky is a super soldier. He has right. a fucking metal arm, first of all, but then also he's a it. super soldier. Right. So. Uh, and Black Widow fights him too, and that was great. Black Widow versus uh, because you think at some point she has him because she's so good at getting those chokehold, those crazy chokeholds off. Because that's superhero or not, that's still gonna cut off your fucking wind, you know right. that kind of thing. Uh, but she's almost killed by by Bucky basically. Right, saved by Black. Two two. Yeah, saved right. by Black Panther, and then also Tony, who says he's done, you know, with Iron Man and stuff, has a glove. That he awesome. puts on, yeah, nice. I mean, how cool would that be to have in real life? Like, you just press a button, you you become robot hand guy, you just start punching things. <laughs> <laughs> so he tried, but Bucky was having none of that. Oh no, none beat of, the hell out of him. Yeah, beat the hell out of him, punched him like fifteen feet into the air, like he's out, kind of right. thing. Yeah, yeah. So Bucky escapes. Bucky escapes out of the place, but Cap still has some stuff. Now, unfortunately, Falcon goes after Zemu, but. It's lost in the shuffle because everyone's leaving this huge facility. Yeah, because who wants to be fucking killed by Bucky? Because Bucky has no problem killing people. No, 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 yeah. (laughs) Not at all. Especially when he's brainwashed. No no problem with that. So then one of the most badass scenes in the movie comes up. Because Cap Cap goes ahead. Well, Bucky tries to get on a helicopter and escape. Because what you think is that Zemu wanted... You know, Bucky to kill people like that right, was right. the mission. That's a what. Distraction yeah, so I can get away. Yeah, so we, I did what I wanted. You're gonna go kill people. Yay! I won. I'm the bad guy, and I won. Kind of thing. Uh, so he tries to get away in a helicopter, and Cap comes out, and as the helicopter is lifting up, yes. he starts fucking pulling down the helicopter. Hold both of them. <laughs> He's on the building and the helicopter. It's so badass, and that's why. That's why someone like Captain America. It's so much cooler to see him do something like this than a Superman would be. Because Superman just takes whatever he wants and he puts it down. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. He yeah, takes there's, a there's plane. No yeah, he takes a plane and he puts it on the ground. You're like, whatever, you're a fucking alien bitch. Like, yeah. fuck you. Captain America is human with the super serum, soldier serum, but he's not Superman. He's not right. that. So you see him struggling to pull down, but he has the ability because he's working on like 
he that's what he wants. So it's like flying away from him a little bit, but he still got it. And he's just holding the bottom of the helicopter and the platform one by one. And it's just tearing him, but he is winning. Like he's bringing the helicopter back and Bucky's like, fuck this. And just turns it so that the blades go right into the platform. And it, the sequence is really good. Yeah. The sequence is really good because that would have sliced Captain America in half. And it comes really close to doing it. And then they start fighting again. And then they fall into the water, which is the same thing that happened last movie. Right. But this time it's Captain America that pulls Bucky out unconscious. Right. And saves him that way. And then they cut to later. But Zemu, who we talked about as well, he's disappeared. He's going to Moscow on a flight. And he's listening to his wife ask him to come home right. on he a voicemail. Right, he's listening to this voicemail, and he, it's the same voicemail you realize over and over again, and you're like, what? what's the significance of this? And it's easy to put together, but it's, you know, he's off to Moscow, so we'll talk about that later. Now, he's apparently off to Moscow on the longest flight ever, somehow, because a lot of stuff no, no, happens see, in between. No, yeah, but not necessarily, though. Like, he could have got to Moscow, and this thing could be in East Buttfuck, Siberia, somewhere. Well, I, think, I think that's what happens. I Right. I agree. I do think that happens. Because he but even just, has to like chisel through shit to get into the right. place. It's just funny to think about him just on like a fucking 36-hour flight or 40-something <laughs> hour flight. He has to change planes like 14 times. Yeah. This is why you don't go through TripAdvisor, people. Like, well, just look it straight. They should have added the extra like 30 minutes to make this a three-hour movie. And it's just him in all these comedic situations Flipping on airplanes. Through, yeah. <laughs> Flipping through like hemisphere and it's like an article on Capital in America and he's like fucker and like you know all that kind of fun some stuff. old woman like bothering him on the plane <laughs> like the way Bullseye was in Daredevil. <laughs> uh, that would uh, be in deleted scenes, people. That's I would scary. fucking love that. That'd right. be hilarious. Uh, so now we get into the the meat and potatoes of this whole thing while he's on his his trip to Moscow. So now Captain America and Falcon have Bucky in a random warehouse and it was so great because they've got (laughs) they've got his hand they've got his metal hand in a press vice oh yeah yeah. it's one of those things where you're not fucking moving like because he's in an awkward position too so he can't get the he can't get the power leverage and stuff yeah exactly so he's out of his brainwashing thing because he pretty much probably got a concussion he was fucking knocked out while the helicopter was flying and captain america saved him but he basically you know they they're like you know, hey, are you who? What Bucky is this? And he's like, your mom used to have you wear newspaper on your feet. And he's like, yeah. oh, this is my buddy. So, <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay, <laughs> yeah, they're back. He's back. Uh, cool. So he starts asking him, like, hey, you know, what the fuck? What's the deal? Why was he? Why did he do this? What? What did you tell him? You know, all this kind of stuff. And he doesn't really know, but he can tell him about the situation that he thinks. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that yeah kind of it was thing. asking me to, de- to debrief 1991, what? blah, blah, blah. And he talks, this is where he talks about the other super soldiers, right? Right. Yeah, this is when he gets into, yeah, because it has to do with, because, okay. So he talks about the mission that happens, which is the, the, the car wreck scene. Which they, which they show multiple times, by multiple, the way, during this movie. Times. Yeah, it's... It's a grainy, it's grainy footage or whatever of security cam. A security cam of a car. He's on a motorcycle. He follows the car. He hits the car so that it drives into a tree, and then they show him coming back, opening the trunk, 
and there's a cooler there, and it's got five bags of what you're assuming is the superhero serum, uh, the super yeah. serum that, that created Captain America and stuff. And that's right. all they show at this moment at this in time. Point. Multiple times. Yes. Yes. And so that leads him into thinking he must be going after, you know, I'm not the only one. There's right. uh, six other ones that we also experimented on, blah, 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 blah. But they couldn't control them like they could control me because of whatever extra bullshit they put in the serum or whatever. Right. So we have them in this compound locked down. Okay, well, we need to get to them. And they, sh- well, they showed up. They showed a backstory of that too. They right, showed right, a flashback, right, yeah. which was pretty cool. I mean, it yeah. was basically these guys were better than the Winter Soldier. Like he was getting his ass handed to him, yeah. and then they they fought back, and he made it out with the handler that was killed earlier in the movie. But those guys were really, really dangerous. You can't control you. Yeah, like really, yeah. really dangerous. So you don't know what happened to them, but the assumption is that Zemu is going after them to use them against everybody. Like he'd right, be unstoppable. What, uh, ultimate you know. purpose, right. Exactly. Uh, so then now you've got now you've got uh, you've got Captain America basically trying to form his his team. Well, no, but, no. Yeah, this goes, I mean, this shoots over to Iron Man and they're like, okay, so he's talking to Black Widow and Black Widow's like, okay, so we have this, this, and this person, we have to bring them in, you know, we have to find Bucky and he's like, okay, well, I know these three people, do you have a person? She's like, I have a person and he's like, I have a person too. Right. That cuts over to Queens, New York. (laughs) And this is what everyone knew was coming, but it's still great. Uh, Peter Parker, very, very young very, very young Peter he's Parker. 12. Barely yeah, he he's really, in high school. Yeah. But he looks like he's 12. And his voice sounds like he's, 12. he's 12. So he walks in, and there's fucking hot Aunt May. Very hot Aunt May. I'm so glad they did this. Because that makes me want to see another Spider-Man movie. Right. Uh, it's fucking Marissa Tomei, who awesome. looks amazing. Uh, <laughs> and Tony Stark sitting on the couch, and she's like giving Tony Stark the eyes the whole time. Oh, no, which is great. Yeah. And so Tony Stark starts talking about a grant, and Spider-Man's like, just going along. Why did along. you tell your aunt about this? And he's like, um, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's very poorly played out, but they do. awesome. Yeah, but they do get it over on, on Aunt May. Right, they, right. Just the yeah. wink back and forth. Okay, cool. We're going to – I need to talk to him in his room. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, there's no – So he doesn't, you know – Peter doesn't know why, but when they get in the room, he asks them, like, hey, you know, He's like, I didn't sign true? up for any grant, you know. Right, right, but, right. but, yeah, and then Tony Stark just, like, starts pointing. He's like, so you're this guy. He pulls up right. on his phone. So Spider-Man. Right. Or, no, he doesn't like, say Spider-Man. He's like, you're this guy. You got those off YouTube. Like, I don't – it looks it, – it's all fake. They do those all on computers now. Like, he's trying Which is to a get good, out of I, To be honest, that's a great answer for that. It it's is. Because he's like, oh, you're the YouTube uploader. And he's like, yeah, I just – you can make those. Like, yeah, you can uh, do that. It was just funny because he's got a uh, relic Mac behind him and he's like, yes. yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, so, yeah, so then he starts, like, going, like, he opens up to the top ceiling thing and the Spider-Man costume flies out. Sad. But, but what was great was Spider-Man doesn't stand there and go, like, shocked face. He moves so quickly that yeah. you know he has powers. He takes, yeah. a, he takes the costume and throws <laughs> it in his closet. Like, it's a nice little touch, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's where Tony Stark's is like, "Hey, Spidey, like Spidey boy, like," and he's like, "Ah, oh, man," Spider, he's Spider like, "Man." So it's, 
and it is a nice fun little back and forth oh, no, yeah. between the two of them like we can't even do it justice you just no, hopefully you've seen it or scene. you're going to see it yeah right yeah it's it's just fun uh but he's telling him hey you need a suit upgrade you know he's making fun of you know he's asking and what i like about this spider-man 2 is this makes sense because it's not the one he doesn't have the webs coming out of his hands he made yeah. the webbing so right. Tony Stark is very impressed by the strength of the webbing. So there's already a, a certain level of intelligence there. Yeah. And in the comic books, Tony Stark does end up helping Spider-Man a lot, like in, in regular comic books. And then, of course, in Civil War, he – so this is the only one of the major differences is in Civil War, Spider-Man's an adult. He's married to Mary Jane. He's never told anyone except for her, and I think Aunt May might be passed away by this time. I forget. Sorry, that's a that's a small detail I forgot. But he comes like in order to do the superhero registration, you have to say what your real name is. So in a conference in front of the whole world, he reveals that Peter Parker is Spider Man, and that's a big deal. In this one, he's a kid and he doesn't have to do that, so it's it's very different on this right. on this end. Uh, but it's still very cool. So Tony Stark is saying he needs an upgrade on the suit, and you want to go to Germany. And he's like, do you have a passport? <laughs> if you've ever been, you'll like Germany. You'll it's, like Germany. They lead off that way yeah. that this is this is one of the people he's dragging into right. this. And Peter goes, I can't go to Germany. I have homework. Homework. And Tony Stark goes, I'm gonna pretend like you didn't say that. <laughs> and he's like, let me go tell your Aunt May. And Spider Man like, you know, webs his hand to the door and says, don't tell on me don't, don't, don't tell me don't tell me yeah. and then he's like you're gonna get this off me <laughs> so it's a nice little back and forth so you know that's one of the recruits uh for tony stark's side uh so then now you have to see who did captain america recruit right so he makes <laughs> he he makes the calls so what you get is you get you go to this uh to the stronghold and you find vision is cooking for uh for scarlet witch Trying to make some of her old like hometown, you know, like culture food, whatever. I, I yeah. forget what it is exactly, Either but it, yeah, yeah. But she says basically it needs paprika, or whatever, and he's like hitting on her. I guess. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, she he's which I didn't know Vision was. I didn't know that was a thing. I don't know yeah. a whole lot about Vision. Yeah, uh, uh, personally, he comes off asexual. Apparently yeah. not. He's the lesser known of all the comic book characters that yeah. are in these movies that I, I've just never really followed. Uh, but yeah, so he's kind of like, he's like, I want people to see you the way I do, like all that he's cooking for, but he doesn't eat. You know, it's that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So, but she's like, I think this needs paprika. Whatever that is, is not paprika. So let me go out to the store to get it. And he starts to like tell her no. You, you know tony really went uh, and she's like I'm, oh i'm a captive like that kind of thing boy i told him this yeah he, he initially comes off as like oh we need to protect blah, blah blah and she's like i'll be fine and he's like no 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 like we I'm, need to keep you here from people yeah i'm worried for the people not, not for you. about you yeah that kind of thing and she doesn't like that so they come back later and guess who shows up it's clint hawkeye yep out of retirement out of retirement shows up shoots two arrows like Basically sets off a bomb somewhere else in the compound. Vision right. goes to check it out, right. leaving her alone. He shoots two arrows, and you're like, "Why do you do that?" And is like, "Hey, um, I owe you a debt, you know, because Quicksilver." Um, he, and he's right. like, "I Cap needs you. We need to go." And right. she's kind of worried about it, but she doesn't. And then she's like, "No, no, we really should go." Yeah. yeah. But Vision shows up, yeah. 
And she starts to drag her feet, and he's like, see, this is why we need to go. We, yep. we wanted to do it before this. But he gets stuck in whatever field that these two Electrical arrows currents. make. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's like, we got to go. But she's dragging her feet, and then he gets out of it. And then now it's Vision versus <laughs> Vision versus Clint, Hawk, Clint which like, is not good. Really? Yeah. It's, oh. it's, that's a little bit too easy. But Wanda Maximov is so powerful she's like i'm leaving and she has to take vision and slam him through multiple layers of the earth basically is what she does to him so yeah so clint takes her and they and they leave and he's he's a little bit of a comic relief uh in this as well which is great yeah so everyone likes hawkeye he has no powers but he's still it's a natural given ability that's that's yeah yeah, it's the same with the black widow it's the same kind of like it's still Trained assassins. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. And it works. It works. Right. Uh, so then uh, Cap Cap <laughs> drives up to meet Agent Carter under this tunnel. And he's in a Volkswagen bug. Awesome. Yep. With Bucky and Falcon in the back seats. <laughs> Which, mind you, these are three fairly big dudes yeah. in a very small car. In a very small car. So he, he gets out of the car and he goes up to Agent Carter and she's like... Uh, I thought you were supposed to have like a, he's like getaway nice, vehicle. a getaway vehicle. Like, and he's like, this is incognito. Yeah, this is inconspicuous. And they cut back, they cut back to Bucky and they cut back to Bucky and Falcon in the car. And Bucky asks Falcon, "Can you put your seat up?" And he goes, "No, no." <laughs> and okay, Bucky but, gets so mad. Yeah, yeah, but okay. But taking away from this thing, you also think though the Volkswagen Bug was created in World War Two. He, uh, uh, Captain America would know about this car. It was actually created by the Nazis as a German people car. So it's still a car he's familiar with yeah. and would know how to drive. Exactly. He, no he feels comfortable. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So it makes sense. It was just great. And then Bucky kind of moved over to the middle. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was great. Uh, so Agent Carter is telling him the deal, you know, what's going on behind the scenes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then they have their kiss. Oh, the sorry. reason she's also there is because she hands back um, the bird suit yes. and the shield. Well, I was getting to that. I just got to the kiss. Yeah, but you jump to the kiss first. I got that. I got. I I always jump to the kiss first. That's, <laughs> that's Ian's move, baby. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, they. And it was a little. It wasn't awkward, uh, but it was. No. He did say it was a good kiss, and he did say you know that was, and she was like a long time coming or something yeah. like that. Yeah, which it was. I mean, that was sure. bad to happen. But what I liked is they didn't harp <laughs> on it. They didn't harp on it. It wasn't brought up the rest of the movie. No. But the best scene, one of the best scenes was <laughs> they look back to the car again, and Falcon and Falcon Bucky. and Bucky have these smirks, and they just Bucky. give them the nod. Yeah. Yeah, they just give him the nod. And that is so <laughs> real life. Like, yes. that is what guys do with their buddies. And girls do it, too. Like, it's it's, it's just, it was perfect real life. And then there's nothing, no other conversation about it. It's just like, look, Cap got him some. You know, and it's great. It's great. So they drive the bug into a parking lot, like one of those garages. And Clint shows up with uh, with Scarlet Witch. And then he's like, I got the other guy for you. <laughs> and he opens up. <laughs> <laughs> the door, 
<laughs> and it's fucking like Paul Rudd passed Paul out. Rudd. Yep. Yeah, right. right. Yep. And he's gonna sleep the whole drive anyway. And like. he's just he just can't believe he's meeting Captain America. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. And he's just shaking his hand wildly and he's like, I'm shaking your hand too much. Like, way too long. <laughs> yeah, way too long. And uh and no one really knows who he is except for Captain America, kinda you know, like Well, no, Falcon does because there's an interaction oh. between him and Falcon in Ant Man. In Ant Man. Now I have Tic-tac. not seen Ant Man. <gasps> yeah, I know. It was just one of those ones that never came out. So I will see it, man. I never thought it was going to be bad or anything. I just never got a chance to see it. And the sequel's coming out now. Yeah, so mine as well. And especially because he was good. Yeah, it's Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd's great. People say Paul Rudd plays the same character in movies. But I can name a bunch of movies where he's different. And it's great. He he's a perfect Ant Man for this. Like yes. it, just, it, it works. It's great casting. Yeah. So now they've got their team, and they basically say everyone go off and change. So I guess everyone went to separate areas of the garage. Well, the alarms are going off, and yeah. they're at an airport, and clearly they're evacuating the airport. So you know shit's going to go down at the airport. Now, also um, jumping back a little bit, uh, Iron Man went to go get his person, which was Spidey. And so it's Scarlett Johansson's like, I'm going to grab my person, and she grabs Black Panther. With makes sense. Right. Yeah, makes total sense. So they've got their they've got their teams now. Everyone's everyone's got their team. And uh Captain America is now running into the uh landing area or whatever. The air you know, they're out they're out in the tarmac. That's right. what's because 'cause they're trying to get to a helicopter because they're trying to get to Russia to stop Zemo from these massive soldiers. Yeah. But they know that Iron Man's putting something together. Gonna have to go yeah, through that. They know that. So it's just Cap at this time, and in comes War Machine, Iron Man, and it's just those two, right? Just at that two. time, yeah. So they're basically saying, "Hey, Cap, you got to come in. Like, okay, you need to surrender. Let's just do we're this not the do- easy way. Yeah, we're not we're not going through this. This is dumb. You know, Cap's like, I can't can't do that. Bucky's my friend. He's innocent. We got to go get this guy." He's going to do some bad things. Let's go get him. You know, that kind of thing. And Iron Man's just like, nope, he's pissed. War Machine's totally with him. Right. Just not happening. So then they realize that there are other people. Well, Spider-Man shows up first, right? Spider-Man shows up for the first time in the costume, in the brand new costume. Well, no, okay. Because so he takes the they... shield. Yeah. He takes right, right. The... But yeah. this is when the full lineup comes in. This is when you have. No, 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 no. no. They do that after. Because Spider, remember, Cap's in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So Spider Man just comes out of the blue, steals Captain America's shield, and uh, and webs his arms together. Uh, and Spider Man's great because he's just that's the whole thing. The Spider Man's so whole bit is he's so fucking excited because he knows well, all the superheroes. Yeah, he's twelve. Right. That he knows <laughs> Captain America. He knows Iron Man. He knows all these people. He's like, I can't believe I'm here. Like he's just like Cap. It's so, so great to meet you. Like. <laughs> Huge fan. Yeah. Huge fan. He's right. loving it. He's loving it. So Cap makes what is great too is Cap's older than everyone except for Bucky. And right. so he talks down to people already sometimes. Right. But now he's a little kid and he's like, You've got moves, kid, later on. You know, it's just like it's right. great. It's a great little interaction uh with them. Because no one knows who Spider Man is. No. Like only Tony Stark because he's good with technology and like finding people you know that kind of thing yeah he he knows but no one else no one else knows who it is so then you know he you know captain america basically gets the information he wants breaks through the webbing because obviously it's captain america still and everyone now comes down and they have the face off between everyone uh (laughs) 
and they all basically they're like we don't we shouldn't do this we don't have to do this you know but they have they know they got to get to that plane they got to get out of here uh so now you've got the whole face off which is great and then they start walking towards you running towards each other and spider-man's like hey uh they're they're running like are we they're not stopping (laughs) are we doing this iron man's like run we're doing this so everyone starts out pretty much like pulling their punch like they're not really really going for it you know what i mean like no one really wants to hurt anybody right yeah other than um bucky and uh black panther obviously are trying not you know trying to kill each other (laughs) bucky also tells him i didn't kill your father Right. Like while they're fighting, and Black Panther just doesn't care. He's yeah, just like, ah, why would I believe you? Yeah, that right. kind of thing. Uh, so you've got Paul Rudd making random jokes. You've got uh, Bucky and Falcon running through the airport at one point, and Spider Man right. goes after them, right. and they have a great <laughs> interaction oh, back, and forth. back and forth talking about. It. He's like, dude, you have a metal arm. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this all this stuff, uh, you know. And Spider Man actually, he gets he's awesome like even as a little kid spider-man's very very strong right. he's really agile he's great with the webbing uh he knows what his body can do and stuff so he's he's on another level than a lot of these people like he is and people aren't expecting it so he gets the advantage over falcon and bucky but then falcon's got his little toy thing that comes <laughs> by and like knocks him out because spider-man got cocky you know he's just a little kid he's not expecting any of this stuff uh, so <laughs> Bucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Bucky goes. Why didn't you just do that before? Do that earlier. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you do that really? earlier? And Falcon goes, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got a, a nice little back and forth uh, thing going. So yeah, so there's there's tons of fighting. Obviously, Cap fights with Iron Man, uh, War Machine, uh, Ant Man. Just all of a sudden, from random times, goes small and just like throws black widow yeah right. he jumps in iron man's suit at one point and starts just like tearing Breaking things with all his weapons. and he's talk <laughs> he's talking while he's doing it and tony stark's like what voice is that, Who is that? What, is, what is happening here it's your conscience i know we haven't talked in a while yeah but... paul rudd is very uh sarcastic you know he's he's got that great sense of humor uh it comes out here uh spider-man fights cap at one point and, <gasps> and is talking about how like what Tony Stark said about how Cap he is. He said you da- say that. Yeah. And he said you say that too. And he said to go for your legs, and that's what he does. And he and it's good. It's good advice. You should go for Cap's legs. But uh, you know, Cap's Cap. You know, he's like, right. you got moves, kid. You know. You By know, the way, t- where are you from? Yeah. He's like, and he goes Queens, and Cap like throws a plane on him or something, <laughs> and he goes, I'm from Brooklyn. From Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn, and runs off. <laughs> It's just so well done. Like no, that's the yeah, thing. The like writing is great. Yeah, the writing is so great. The action was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, uh, Black Widow is facing off with Clint, and they're you know they're saying, "Hey, will we be friends after this?" And Clint's like, "I you know depends on how hard you hit me." Like and they're, you know they're pulling, and then when Black Widow seems to get a little bit of her hand, uh, Scarlet Witch comes over and just tosses like with her powers, just like tosses Black Widow and goes to clint you're pulling your punches and like runs off like it's it's really it's really well done and obviously she's fighting vision she's fighting vision as well like vision's very powerful obviously so it makes sense uh and then they still they got to get out to the plane 
They got to get out to the plane. It's becoming more serious as the fight goes on. Right. It's not people trying to kill each other or anything, but it's getting more of we need to put some dominance. The the, the clock is there, and, like, we don't know when this guy's going to get there and what he's going to do to these people. Like, how is he going to interact these new soldiers? So we need to get there before he gets to that point. So basically, uh, Ant-Man says, hey, I've got this idea. I don't know if it's going to work. I didn't tried know, it once. Kind of worked. It didn't really work. It didn't really work. But I'm going to do it so you guys, I'll create the distraction. Here's the signal. You guys go. And what he does is he turns himself super big. Right. Like super, so super big. Apparently this can go both ways. Yeah. And oh, go both that, ways. This is, <laughs> this is the best line in the movie. Okay, so anybody on our side have hiding any shock or fantastic <laughs> abilities they'd like to disclose? Because I'm open to suggestions right now. And, of course, that's Iron Man yep. dealing with a giant Ant-Man. Yep. So they go ahead and they're fighting and he's just like smashing people. But obviously he's a little slower too while right. he's bigger. So they're going to end up. But while this is happening, Cap and Winter Soldier are running for the plane where now Panther's running after them as well. You know, that kind of thing. So he's not fooled. But while everyone else is dealing with Ant-Man basically. And <laughs> Spider-Man has – I see. I thought this yes. was great. I thought this was oh, great. Right. But Spider-Man's like, hey, guys. Remember that really, really old, movie? old movie? It's like Star Wars something. Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. Remember and those the- walking things? And everyone else is like, how old is this kid? Like, where did you find him? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, so he he's like, yeah, those big thingies with the legs. He's like, and so he starts doing the, he's wrapping Ant-Man's legs with the web as he goes right. around. And then both Iron Man and uh, War Machine go up and punch him in both sides of his like, face. This is actually a really good idea, though. Yeah. 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 No, it the, the dynamic is great. Because really, Spider-Man was like the hero of their group. For sure. I would right. say so. He did the most. He, yeah, he did do the yeah. most. He did the most. He was stronger than you would think he'd be. He was smarter than you'd think he'd be. Uh, all that kind of stuff. So Iron Man's telling him what a great you know, great job. You need to sit out like now. This you're kind good. Of thing. You can, no, you're fine. You're cool Yeah, you're now. fine. He's like trying to get up. He's like, no, I'm, I'm okay. Like, it's, it's fine. I got it. <laughs> I'm not okay. No, I'm not okay. I'm, not okay. I'm, I'm just I'm lay here. Uh, so there's the run. There's the run to the plane. Uh Black Panther is there. Uh, Scarlet Witch, they, they make the... Someone hits it. I forget who hits it, but someone... I think it might be Vision. Vision, like, tries to cut down, like, the tower above so that everything is now crashing down to block the plane. But Scarlet Witch holds everything there and then gets knocked out. So it starts to fall right when Cap and... Uh, right when Cap and Winter Soldier... Bucky yeah, Bucky, yeah. like, get under it. So they're fine. And as they get in there, Scarlet, uh, see, I keep on wanting to say it, Black Widow, <laughs> Black Widow, Black Widow is there, and it looks like maybe she's gonna try and stop them, but Black Panther's right behind them, and instead she lets them go and starts using that uh, taser thing, the taser thing that she used on Winter Soldier in the second movie. She starts right. using that on Black Panther. So they get away, they get away. They're in the plane. Black, you know, she tells Black Panther like, "Look, I told you I'd help you find them." I didn't say I'd help you capture them. There are those are two different things. Like, sorry. Right. Uh, and the plane goes, but of course you've got people that can fly, in, now that can go after the plane. Right. So, uh, who uh, who is it? So it's Iron it's, Man, it's Iron Man and War Machine. Yeah, Iron Man, War Machine, and Falcon are now right. going going off to right. to kind of fly with the plane, yeah. and then Vision has Scarlet Witch. 
with with him like holding her and she he's like you know this is why you know i don't want people to be afraid of you or whatever and then for some reason it's weird i don't know why war machine didn't just turn around and take care of falcon like i don't know why they didn't just have an air battle and why iron man couldn't just follow the plane or shoot it or whatever you know they're not going to be hurt by the plane getting shot down like captain america's not dying from that neither is bucky but he doesn't. So what happens is, for some reason, War Machine goes, hey, Vision, take care of our bogey or whatever. So Vision just shoots. Like, it looks like he aims, but not really. Really? He yeah. just, like, shoots like Falcon's just going to stay there for it or something. Right, right. So Falcon realizes, hey, someone shoots a fucking bolt at me. So he moves like anyone else would. And it fucking hits and tears, like, the midsection of War Machine. And War Machine just it knocks everything out. He has no power to his suit, and yeah, he's he just starts. Dead. Yeah, he just starts falling. So Iron Man realizes starts going down for him. Falcon also does. Like Falcon doesn't want to, you know, anyone right. to die or anything. So he starts going after him too. This is where you think maybe Falcon's gonna catch him, and Iron Man's gonna thank him or something, and it's gonna be cool. No, 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 no. They both are too far away from from War Machine, and War Machine hits hard. Like I thought they were gonna kill him. Like so I thought I. that's I thought that and I thought that was weird because I was like, why would they kill War Machine? That's very right. strange. Uh but they they didn't kill him, but he's basically almost paralyzed. Like right. he's bloody, Iron Man's sitting there with him with the mask, uh, and you know, Falcon comes over to be like, Hey man, and Iron Man just shoots him in the chest. Like I was surprised <laughs> they didn't do more with that where like maybe he really sh- like hurt falcon it turns out no you know it's he's got the body armor and stuff like that uh but then vision comes over and vision's you know so sad and scared and like can't believe that this happened you know that kind of thing sorry i wasn't focused yeah yeah that happens later when they're in the uh hospital bed and they're basically or they're putting him in an mri and talking about his paralysis and all that kind of stuff and he's like vision what happened Vision's like, I got distracted, and Iron Man's, I, I didn't think that could happen. Right. You know, but it obviously has to do with Scarlet Witch, whatever they're doing. I just don't, I don't remember this being a storyline in the comics. Maybe I'm missing something, but maybe they just wanted some type of reason for why Vision would be off or something. Right, right, right. I don't know. You got to give him some sort of, because it's, it's, what it is is you're giving him a fault. This yeah. is so he's not a Superman character. We're giving you a reason why you can be distracted, why you can be like, the, the, there's, there's still things he can, because he's still part human. Like, it's still a human body. So that's, that's playing into it more. Yeah. So they do have a lot going on there. So basically what happens then, so all this, all this stuff is going on. Cap and Bucky are still flying over to Moscow. You see that Zemu does get in to the facility and he finds the capsules holding the the soldiers. Like right. he, he finds that the, stuff. The, yeah. Right. He goes through the files, you know, and finds what he wants and then you're you're like, "Okay, well they're going to be set up for this fight whatever." You know, that's that's going to happen. So what ha- what ends up so besides war machine now being hurt it turns out there's an underwater prison, prison? facility and it's called was it 51 or something so, yeah. like that which and area 51 it, which is hysterical but that's also from i is it from the illuminati it's from whatever comic book series where iron well they they have all these ideas to make the world better and number 41 or 51 is this prison 
for superheroes or whatever. Right. It's like an Arkham Asylum, but real. Right. You know, like that, like with real stuff to hold supervillains and stuff like right. that. So it's Which under- is funny because half the people in this thing actually are not. Yeah, they're these are, human. These are regular humans. Yeah, I mean, you ex- have Clint, you have Ant Man, and you have uh, Wilson, who are all human. Yeah. Yeah, so they're just being dicks by holding him there. But yeah, it's right. underwater. It's a cool scene, you know. Iron oh, yeah, Man yeah. flies in with the helicopter and it has to come out of the water and then he goes in and the Secretary of Defense is there or whatever from before. Um, I forget what character plays what that's a famous guy. Yeah, um, I know. I, I can pull him up, hold on. Yeah, mine as well. He's been in a ton of yeah, he's a big character actor. Yeah, I, I just can't uh place him right yeah, now. Me either. But anyways. Uh so he goes, you know, Iron Man goes down and starts talking to people, you know, and everyone's pissed off. I mean, they're not in a yeah, luxury. Yeah, they're all like, screw you, I'm not talking yeah, to you. they're not in a luxury prison, you know. It's not anything like that. They're just in a cell, but a maximum security, like, can't use your powers type cell thing. Uh, and he goes and he talks to Clint, and he's like, hey, you're the one who should have stayed retired. And Clint's like, watch your back, people, because this guy will break it. You know, he's talking. He's pissed, obviously. He's not with his family, and he's like you know we're doing this for a real reason. Like, why would you keep us here? Like, we didn't really break, you know, he's like, you broke the law. And he's like, we didn't really break the law. You know, that kind of thing. So they talk, they talk, and he's looking at Paul Rudd. And (laughs) Paul Rudd (laughs) says something to Iron Man. Iron Man's like, who are you? You're right. (laughs) And Paul Rudd goes like, ah, come on, man. He walks away. Uh, So then he goes and talks to Falcon. And he hits something on his watch or whatever that cuts out the audio audio feed, audio feed, but not the video. So he tells Falcon, hey, look, I saw I saw that because also the report is what uh, what we did forget is when he makes it to Moscow, when Zemu makes it to Moscow, uh, there's a report because they found the body of the clinical psychiatrist or psychologist that was supposed to talk to Bucky. Bucky. They found his body dead body in the guy's hotel room and the prosthetics to make it look so iron man now knows for sure that bucky wasn't the one who who uh who set off the bomb that killed you know like that he knows that uh for sure so now he's telling falcon that he's like you gotta trust me tell me where cap is so i can go help him and falcon does um after being a little worried about trusting him he he does so he says you got but you got to go alone don't take anyone and just go right now, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, he basically, when he leaves, winks at the secretary, basically saying, like, I don't know anything. Hey, they told me to fuck off, you know, whatever. Right. And leaves. And the secretary knows something else is up. But, you know, he goes up there. Now, he's got his arm in a sling, which seems to be for show, I guess. Yeah. Because when he gets into the, when he gets into his helicopter, he leans back, the suit comes on. And he flies off towards Moscow or wherever, right. wherever the secret facility. This thing is right. So Cap, Cap shows up. Cap in. Uh, well, go ahead. Sorry, were you about to say something? Well, just the the so the the Secretary of Defense or whoever that is. It's William Hurt who's been in yes, a there you ton of stuff. Right. Yeah, that's very famous. Extremely famous. Does a good job. He doesn't have a whole lot to do, but does a good job in what he does. Um, but yeah, so uh, Cap and uh, Bucky show up. Uh, the door is open to this place, ominous, you know, whatever. But what you also see is when Iron Man is flying towards them as well, Black Panther's got this badass uh, plane that I guess is very stealthy because Iron Man doesn't pick it up and right. never talks about it later. So whether no. he knew or not, most likely he didn't know. 
because he's got his mind focused on other things probably too. But so Black Panther is following him as well. So Bucky and uh, and Cap show up. They go in. They're looking around for the guy. They don't find him, but Iron Man shows up in time. So now you've got a little bit of a standoff. But Iron Man basically says like, hey, no, I know what's going on yeah i know what's going on but what's what but what's going to happen here like i'm fine we're on the same team like bucky's got a gun like pointed at iron man he's like dude like we're fine like i don't yeah we're all good. we're all good well you know they're not going to be all good soon enough if you pay attention to movies and understand things you know it's not going to be fine in a little bit uh but they all three of them go through and then they come and you notice when they get to the main room where all the uh, tanks are they're not the same tanks as they were before now one was open one of them was open right well no because they do close-ups of all the people who were in the tanks but there was the but the one guy was not there there is someone missing yes. but everybody else has been executed yeah everyone else has a gunshot through the through the forehead through their head so uh zimu is now in this protective layering room or whatever uh you know that the the Soviet government built and built. whatever. And Iron Man's, or sorry, uh, who says they can get, I think Iron Man says, I could probably get through that. <laughs> you know, he's just like, I could probably do it. Uh, but, you know, he starts talking, he starts talking about 1991 and he plays, plays a video. video. So you think, what you're supposed to think anyways, is that pod that's open, that that dude is going to come out at some point and start gonna beating It's going to be some people. sort of epic boss battle kind right. of a deal. But that is not the case. Because what happens is uh, they start playing that video again. The, the full video. The security, yeah, the security. And this time it's the whole one. So Bucky doesn't just come back and get the superhero serum. It turns out that the car is Tony Stark's parents' car. And it's right after they left in that flashback reality, virtual reality thing that he had made. The night they died. The night they died, yep. So... He basically the father falls out of the car and Bucky comes over and punches him like three times in the face and kills him and then walks over to the mother and chokes her to death. Like it's it's brutal. It's bad. Right. You know, that kind of thing. But now this is where, yes, yes, for sure. He did kill Tony Stark's parents. He did. But Tony Stark should be better. And I know he flies off the handle and he's the unstable one besides like the Hulk. He's probably the most unstable. He's the second one. Yeah, yeah, he's the absolutely. second most unstable person. But dude, you know he wasn't in control of himself. Like you know that. It's the same reason why you showed up here, you know, to help is that you know he was never in control. Right. When he was doing that, he's a brainwashed zombie. He even calls him the Manchurian candidate. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's actually that that was the line where he says put the gun down Manchurian candidate like I've I'm, we're here we're friends like you know right yeah so but cap's like don't don't freak you know whatever and bucky's like oh no this isn't gonna be good yeah but that's shit uh, but before iron man even goes after bucky he immediately turns to cap and he's like did you know about oh, this yeah that was the first so it was also that he was hurting cap's like yes i did uh which he pr- yeah i i had no doubt that he did but also why would cap tell him that now exactly it, it is, but you can say, though, it can be part Cap's fault, though, because he could have easily explained the story to Tony two years ago where they, when they couldn't find Bucky and let him get it out of his system 
of er, you know, blah blah blah. Right. You know, but of, you also got to think. But you're looking at it as, especially if you're looking at the the age differences. It's one of those. It's you're still a kid to me. Yeah. Like I I grew up with like I. We well, grew up with his father. Same age. Yeah. Grew, exactly. Yeah. So I'm still sheltering that child. Right. So I'm not going to tell the kid how his parents actually died. Like right. I get that. And his father, uh, right? And his they were friends. His father and Cap were friends, and they like. That's all his dad talked about to Tony was, I mean, so you would think that Cap would think also that he knows better than Tony in this. And right. it's true. Because I'm an elder. Yeah, he's a, exactly. So I, I can't fault him for not telling him. But you can fault Tony for being a little baby and going off and starting to fight everybody. Ballistic. Yeah, just goes absolutely crazy. Now, Black Panther, who's there, does not engage with this. No, he's more interested in Rumlo at this point. Uh, no, not Rumlo. Uh, not Zemo. Rumlo. Zemo. Zemo. Yeah. So close. Zemo. Yeah, it's close. Zemo like leaves. He basically smiles and like lets and this like, happen because well, he goes into his whole little yeah. monologue where it's like you know the best way to destroy a country is not from the outside; it's from within. Yeah. And that's just it. I'm setting up this turmoil inside the Avengers right. that they won't be able to come back from. And that was his plan. All I mean, he didn't use the soldiers the way they wanted to that was the way they thought he was going to that was just his plan was to he needed to get back at them and you find out you know while they're fighting they cut to the top of the you know outside area of this facility and black panther sneaks up on him but takes the mask off and you think oh he's gonna kill him you know for what he did to his father because he knows now that he was the one real real person yeah and zemu's listening to the voice message again but deletes it because you realize he's from, they talk about it, he's from Sokovia, but he thought they were outside far enough away. His son was all happy to see Iron Man, and then he survived, but he found it took days to find like his the father bodies. and the bodies of his, uh, his wife and, and kid. Uh, so it sucks, of course. Like, of course he's going to feel bad and terrible about what happened and want right. revenge, but... Uh, uh, Black Panther is like, look, I've been too caught up in revenge and anger, and I'm not going to do that now. And Zemu tries to kill himself with a gun, and Black Panther jumps on him and and says, you know, life is not done with you yet. You know, I'm taking you. You know, that kind of. You're thing. into custody. Blah blah blah. Yep. So now you've got the fight. And by the way, once again, I mean, I think we've mentioned every single fight scene in this movie is great. Ugh. This is on another level this three-way fight that they're doing because basically cap's trying to get uh bucky away he's saying go you need to run this is not going to be good i'll handle him you know this kind of thing and bucky's trying to get away too because he doesn't want to like he even mentions it you know tony finally gets to him at one point and he's like did you know like did you did were you did you know you killed and he's like did you remember do you remember killing them and he's like, I remember them remember all. all of them. All of them, yeah. So he's haunted by these things he had right. no control over doing. Right. And that's terrible. That's also terrible for him. But they had a great back and forth. Like They, they show a, a tiny bit of it in the trailer. But that scene where Cap and Bucky are throwing the shield back and forth to fight, to punch. Because Iron Man's very powerful. I mean, that right. suit is powerful. Uh, and basically, it's still two on two on two technically because iron man has that computer in him telling him things that he can do and stuff so but they're fighting back and forth and then finally iron man just melts uh bucky's metal arm 
just oh. melts it. Yeah, it's just gone. And Cap realized that this is really serious. Like he's gonna die, you know. And now he's beating the shit out of Iron Man. Like he's beating the shit. But while this is happening, Iron Man's like analyze his fighting skills or whatever, and and then bam, and then he kicks. He starts kicking Cap Cap's ass, like all that kind of stuff. And they go back, and it's just so well done. Right, it's, it's a so great well done. Scene. And you know, Cap Cap even tells him, he's like, dude, he didn't know, and right. and Stark's like. It doesn't matter. He killed my mom. Like, it's exactly. just like, dude, like, I know. It, but still, right. be it, like, this is the fate of the of the human race almost. Like, I mean, if you let these people, like, he doesn't know what else is going on right now. He's just infuriated at this. That kind of thing. So you'd wish he'd be better. But like we talked about, he's the second unstable person in the Avengers. So Yeah, and the best part is Banner actually realizes he's unstable and takes himself out of the equation. Tony doesn't. He thinks he's in control. He all tried the time. technically the point of this movie was him trying to not be in control. To put someone else to try tell him what to do. Yeah. Right. But instead, he's not listening to anything the secretary is saying. He's in control of everything. He's right. doing whatever he wants, which is going against what he said he wanted in the first place. So they, they finally they have this epic battle and it gets down to it's almost that Cap's about to basically Iron Man's basically about to die. Almost. That kind of thing. And then doesn't Bucky interfere? Just all of a sudden he like pulls at Iron Man and excuse me. And that gives Cap the small advantage to get the upper hand. And he smashes and smashes Tony. And he has the ability, and this does happen in Civil War, uh, the comic books. He has the ability to kill Tony Stark. And he goes up like it's the final one, but he comes down on the power source, which is very smart. And that doesn't right. happen in the comic books. It's, it's a different way of stopping. But he could have easily killed Iron Man, for sure. Right. And, and been fine. Uh, but yeah, he, he does that. And then he walks off with Bucky... You know, and they're they're out of it. Like Captain America is staggering on his feet. Like this oh, yeah, was. Oh yeah, everybody's had the crap get out of the. This is an epic battle. This isn't like Batman Superman, where <laughs> it didn't seem to matter whatsoever. That kind of thing. Like they really took the sh- shit out of each other. Uh, so, uh, what ends up happening? Oh, do you got the camera there? <laughs> I'm good. I think people heard that. Uh, so, Sorry. Oh no, doesn't matter. Uh, this is a long podcast. We're we're over two hours again. <laughs> I know. So. Uh, he walks off with the shield, and Tony Hark still. Uh, t- uh, Tony Hawk, Tony Stark, Tony Stark is still pissed, and he's like, "You leave that shield. You don't deserve that shield. That was my father made father that. Built my that. father right. built that." Uh, so what does Cap do? He just he drops the shield, he drops it down, and he walks off uh, carrying. You know, basically they're both holding each other up, him and him and Bucky. So that's the end of that. That's the end of that part. Now, do they skip ahead in time? Don't they? Yes. Well, they yeah, they skip over to um, uh, the Panther's lair. No, not yet. Not yet. First, they do first they do Tony and uh, they do Tony and War Machine, and he's he's got right. War, he's got War Machine in these crazy like leg things to try and help him walk. But it's not just giving him robot legs or anything. It's trying to help him, you know, right? Like, because he's paralyzed basically so he's trying to help him walk and they're they're still kind of joking around and i thought this was a little weirdly placed like it was almost like they were trying to justify the the reason for war machine getting hurt or something but war machine when he falls he falls down he's like don't help me 
and he starts talking to Tony. He says, look, that's, all this went way out of control, but I still believe in what we did. You know, So it's almost like they're trying to justify it a little bit. Instead of having War Machine be sour and be like, this is all your fault. We right. shouldn't have even done this from the beginning. Like He's still there in that mentality. Well, you know, and, and, and which is, it's a true soldier mentality. He's, I did 130-something missions, and I, this was in an eventuality, something like this was going to happen. So, and then to break that tension, the doorbell rings. Doorbell rings, and it's like, and it's Stanley. Ugh. Yep, it's Stanley, and he's That's got FedEx. a... He's got a FedEx package for uh, Tony Stank. Stank. <laughs> so War Machine is extremely happy about this. Says, I'm never letting this go, by the way. Yeah, and he does, as he as he you know hobbles <laughs> away, he's like dinner, you know, reservation for two for Stanks. <laughs> just <laughs> continues with it, uh, and it turns out that the FedEx package is a letter. Uh, a letter and a cell phone, and we'll get to that in a second. But basically, it's Captain America sending the letter. You go over to um, the Black Panther's lair, te- technically, I guess. Oh, it's pretty badass. And yeah. there's the Winter Soldier, and they're talking. And it turns out Bucky wants to be put under. He wants to be frozen until they can get everything out of his head, so that he's no longer a danger for anyone. You know, so that that happens. Uh, Black Widow has a conversation with with Stark about sides and you know all that kind of stuff, um, and then he starts reading the letter. It's talking about you know, hey, I'm sorry I didn't tell you about you know your parents. Uh, talking about how he still doesn't believe in that mission, uh, and if you know he ever wants to talk, here's the cell phone. You know, that kind of thing. If you ever need us, we are here. We are here. And at the same time, you get a call from the secretary, or Tony gets a call from the secretary of defense, and you know exactly what's happening, because there's no way Cap's leaving his buddies in that prison. Right. It's not happening. So the final scene is Iron Man knows for sure. Tony Stark knows what's happening as it's happening, and he doesn't seem to really care. Care. You know what I mean? He's just... He doesn't. I like that he takes the call and he's like, "Oh wait, hold on, hold on. I just like to see it blink." Yep, I just want to put you on hold. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Cap. It's a nice little letter that that Cap writes him, uh, just to show that they're still technically on the same side, even though they don't agree on right. the you know the balance or whatever, however you want to say it. But the last scene is everyone's sad in in that prison, and then Falcon looks over and there walks captain america because all the soldiers are all like passed out because they like kick their ass and stuff to get down so he's he's infiltrated an underwater prison and is getting his buddies out because that's captain america right yeah so that's never leave a soldier behind exactly so that is the final scene of the actual movie yes then now what is the first secret scene again isn't that Panther? It's one of those if they want to come for him, let them oh, come. Oh yes, yes. That's the first one. Is they they go back to Panther's huge hideout place or whatever, and Captain's like, "So you're gonna you're okay keeping him here?" And he's like, "I'm sorry about your father, you know." And he's like, "Look, if I can help your friend, that will help me like get get you know that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. the very it's a and it makes right. yeah it makes sense." And Cap goes, "Well, if they find out that he's here, they're gonna come after you. You're gonna be okay with that." 
And he's like, I'm going to be okay with that. And yeah. they look over, and there's this huge fucking ass panther statue. In the middle of the jungle. <laughs> it's so badass, yeah. It's really nice. So I'm looking forward to hearing his, like, I already know his origin story and all that kind of stuff. But I wonder how they're going to translate it to a movie. And it'll be interesting if that is that movie is also where they do find out about Bucky or something. And they're coming after, you know, something like that would be pretty interesting. Right. Uh, so that's the first one. And then the second secret scene Yes. Is Peter Parker yes. back in Queens, he's and he's got, got a huge, huge black eye. Huge black eye. So Aunt May comes in and you know gives him stuff for his eye, and he's he's got this weird band on his hand that he's trying to hide from her. Right. You know they have a little conversation, and then she leaves, and then it like shows this huge ray of light that goes up to a ceiling, and it's like a like almost like a bat signal kind of thing, <laughs> and but it's. He can play around with all these settings, I guess. So right, I don't right. know what it it's does. A, it's a Spider-Man app. Yeah, apparently. yeah, basically. Uh, and it says Spider-Man will return in whatever. Um, yeah, but the, the it's like homecoming or something. Between him and, and, uh, and Aunt May yeah. is great because it's like, I can't believe that kid beat the hell out of you. Yeah, this guy Steve from Brooklyn, he just beat the hell out of me. Like, it's just hysterical. And he's <laughs> like, he had a big friend. Like, a big, <laughs> really big really friend. Big friend. So yeah, it was it was good, and I am looking forward to. That. I want them to do Spider Man right. I, right. I do want them to have. So it is Homecoming. I am so sick of, of seeing the Spider Man origin story done incorrectly, and yeah. I I just want the whole origin thing to be over. Like I almost wish they could just skip into Spider Man being cool. Right. Like just do it. We don't right. need. We already know. Everyone fucking knows. Like don't worry about it. Uh, but yeah, that was so. That was the final scene. So look, this movie was fucking awesome. It's it's it was great. I so I bought Deadpool uh, on Tuesday Blu-ray. Opening day, hell yeah! It was the first time, like I think I put it on Facebook, it was the first time in years that I have purchased a Blu-ray. Like I might every once in a while, like Black Friday, they'll have like I think I bought the Sandlot for three bucks on Blu-ray, like that kind of thing. But this was the first time opening day I bought a movie that I'm actually excited to see because there's tons. There's I think there's a commentary track with ryan reynolds there's a whole bunch of yeah there's a whole bunch of stuff on that oh the deleted scenes in the bloopers are gonna be amazing oh for sure so i put that right now i had deadpool as my favorite comic book movie of all time pretty much i think now i'm going to put a tie because captain america is a dramatic comic book movie Deadpool's a comedy comic book movie. Like oh now, yeah, you're a in, dark comedy. Yeah. With, with so many with so many comic book movies coming out now, I think you can just go ahead. You're gonna have to start subcategory uh, oh, because yeah. because what Doctor Strange is gonna be a fantasy comic book movie. Like there, you know what I mean? Fantasy, like our yeah. sci-fi fantasy. There's so now that's what I would do is I would put because I am looking forward. I will buy Civil War Blu-ray right when it comes out. Like I am looking forward to seeing it again. Uh, but it's a different it's a different type of movie, so that's why I'll put them both very high on my on my list. What would you say about this? Um, it's definitely a good movie. It's up there for me. Um, I still like Winter Soldier more than this movie, though, as a Captain America movie. Oh, okay, all right. I yeah. I don't know. That one's a hard one. I like Winter Winter Soldier right now. Going into this was my second favorite. Deadpool was above that. Well, yeah. So. I but still think a there is a, oh there's a big difference, but I think I think I like this. This was a spot fest movie that I really enjoyed. So okay. 
I, I just, I mean, come on, Captain America with the helicopter, uh, you know, it's just. Uh, see, no, the scene. It, it, I know you wanted. I look. I was worried about his shirt. I was like, is that shirt coming off? Is that shirt coming off? No, nope, not. Disney, yeah. damn it. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think I put this one still ahead. Of okay. Winter Soldier, yeah, and I I appreciate that because normally, see, this is a sequel, but it's more of a continuation of the. Yeah. It's another part of the story, kind of the way right. like Godfather one and two, like it's hard to say, you know, Which they're, yeah. yeah, they're part he of goes. a story, yeah, yeah, and I don't like. I've talked about it many times. I don't really like reboots. I don't really like sequels most of the time. I think this falls into a different type of category. It's right. just like even though I thought Spider Man was great in this movie, and I am looking forward to the the reboot again i'm also not looking forward to it because it's a reboot of something i already know and i've already right. seen you know that how kind are of you going to make this exciting to me when i've seen it four times already right exactly so yeah i would definitely recommend this movie hopefully people have gone out to see it do not get worried that it's anything like batman versus superman <laughs> uh that's a ridiculous statement uh i'm very glad uh, Same shitty trailers beforehand. Other than that, very different. Very, very different. I mean, it's not like I said. It's really I wouldn't even consider it a movie. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes rating is three to four times higher for Captain America. It's just Marvel knows what they're doing. DC doesn't. Like we yeah. talked about a million times, we'll see what, what Suicide Squad comes out with. But And I am hoping that it's good. I don't have a good feeling about it. I don't think they did enough reshoots to make it good. I mean, Captain America had more funny moments than Suicide Squad was supposed to, and Suicide Squad is a dark comedy comic series. That doesn't make any sense to me that they would have to go reshoot to add more humor. And that's the thing, too. Like, people rag on, like, one of, they said, you know, the reports and the reviews said for Batman vs. Superman, like, oh, one of the reasons why this is so bad is because it's so dark. And no, Civil War is a very serious movie with small parts of realistic comedy in them. Like, it's real life. Like, who do you know that's so serious that there's never a joke thrown in somewhere? Like, it doesn't make any sense, really. I mean, I'm sure there's one or two people in general. But even at your job, you're making, co- like, jokes. Like that's, Right. Yeah. There's always that some sort of inside, backside ba- banter kind of thing. And the best part is, is when they create the characters who are jokeless, they end up being the joke themselves. Yes, that also because everything is extremely literal. Yeah, and Batman and Superman was a joke, but not for the reasons why uh, what they wanted it for. So I I'm almost ready to give this, and maybe I'm looking too far ahead. But I this is a blockbuster. This is a summer blockbuster, and it's not even summer. Like this might be the best movie of the summer. Wow. Because, well, but also knowing me, what's coming out this summer that's anywhere near interesting to me? Oh, like that's we just true. We just talked about all those trailers that I don't care about. Right. You know what I mean? Well, so, okay. I am looking forward to seeing how Apocalypse is going to be. I, I keep seeing the trailers, and I know people were very worried. You know, they saw the, the purple picture of Apocalypse. But Brian Singer talked about all that stuff. He said... That was that was a bad copy of the photo. Like he's not pink. Like that's <laughs> not. He explained. He explained that the voice, the voice of Apocalypse, is different. It hadn't gone through the modifications for the trailer. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff he talked about because, and that worries me a little bit that the voice is modulated because that was the same for those stupid Batman movies. 
Yeah. No, I, am, I don't want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear. I am Apocalypse. Like I don't want to. I don't want that shit. So I'm hoping. I mean, but Apocalypse is played by that great actor who is in. Um, well, not only. I mean, he was in Star Wars, unfortunately, but uh, he was also in Ex Machina and a bunch of other stuff where he's very, right, right, right. very good. So they've got a very good actor playing Apocalypse. The thing that kills me about Apocalypse, though, is Jennifer Lawrence. I've said it a million times. She yeah, ruins it. Bad she actor. absolutely yeah. ruins it for me. So, I mean, you see it in the trailer. She delivers those lines so terribly. Like, I know people like looking at her, but come on, guys. That's just awful. Like, so I'm not sure how that'll play out. Uh, I do think uh, McElroy, whatever his name is, who plays Professor X. It, oh, McAvoy. McAvoy looks very comical uh, as Professor X once the hair goes. It, it's, yeah. it's you know what I mean. It just looks out of place in such a serious movie. I don't right. know. It's just it's it's strange. Uh, but you know, I'm looking for. I think Olivia Munn will be a great Psylocke. Oh. Uh, I think Storm reinventing Storm back to the way she should be is great. Right. No more yeah. of the Halle Berry stink Ugh. on it, like how terrible she was in in the movies. Uh, so that's good. Uh, Nightcrawler looks good. Like there's a whole bunch of stuff that looks good but i also worry when x-men do m&m's commercials <laughs> you know i just i like m&m's too but i just you know i get a little bit i get a little bit worried about that yeah that's true so i i i am hoping i don't think it'll come anywhere close to civil war no 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 but it's one of those movies that it's gonna be better than batman superman oh let's i mean let's how can we set the bar any lower no like, i know you could go see fucking Alice in Wonderland and it'll be better than Batman vs. Superman. Like, I hate even giving it, like, saying the name, but I've had to say it a bunch of times to talk about how bad it is. Like, I hate giving it any press or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I do think uh, the Purge Election Day might be great, oh. but I don't see that being better than Civil War. No, no, like, no, and that's different. Like it's it, You've got to rate these against certain genres. and you got I mean, comic books have to be against comic books. You can't rate horror against comic and like i don't care about independence day 2 and i don't (laughs) care about any of that stuff so you know my hope is that suicide squad is good right but i just don't have a great feeling about it and then i that warcraft movie just looks so terrible no i'm not seeing any of that no so ridiculously terrible uh but yeah there i mean i'm sure there are other things uh for sure i just uh they're not coming to my mind right now so yeah yeah i think that's i i mean we're we're almost at the same amount of time as the movie. <laughs> Once again, yay! Uh, so, uh, I guess unless there's any, are there any other movie-related things? Um, no. Okay. Uh, you want to do your plugs? Sure. Um, you can always find me on Facebook at Nerdy Girl Ivy, as well as Instagram. Oh, Instagram now too. Well, yeah, it's always been Instagram. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't I'm bad tweet. With, I'm, I'm sorry, bad with, I don't have time for that. I'm bad with Instagram. <laughs> uh, but all right, so yeah, Nerdy Girl Ivy. Uh, obviously, everyone's listening somehow to right. this episode of uh, Ian hates uh, movies. It is episode 19, so I'm glad we chose Woo-hoo! a uh, a very good movie. If anyone knows 19 from the lore of the Dark Tower, it uh, it means something. So I'll just leave that there. Oof. But uh, 
Yes, uh, you're either listening, hopefully, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play Music, any of your favorite podcast listening apps. Uh, if you could do us a favor, please subscribe. That's how we kind of figure out how many people are actually listening. Uh, also, like and share if you can. Write a review, preferably five stars if you could. You know, we're, we're not famous people doing this, so it would be really nice if you could do that so we could start getting promoted more. Um, because Kelly and I have a lot of fun doing this. And if you're listening, you know how good we are. True. Like this, there's a reason we should be high up on those <laughs> lists. Like when you put in movies and iTunes, this podcast should come up. That's just Absolutely. the way. Yeah. This, this show is good. So, uh, you know, I, I like it anyways. I, I wouldn't talk two and a half hours on something that I didn't enjoy <laughs> doing. So hopefully if you could, that would really help us out a lot. We'd very much appreciate it. Uh, you can go ahead and email us. You know, I went through a lot of comic book things today. So if I miss something, you know, because there are lots of details, please email uh, ianhates at gmail.com uh, on Twitter at ianhatespodcast. You can also, there's a form on the website, www.ianhates.com at the bottom where there's also a Twitter feed there. So you can see an update of, of what I've been talking about on Twitter and what Craig, uh, my co-host for Ian Hates Music, has been doing. Uh, that's on Twitter as well. There's a form below that that you could submit and that gets sent uh, to me as well. Uh, we also, like I said, I have another podcast called Ian Hates uh, Music. Uh, we just had a great interview yesterday with the band Young Medicine. Uh, so you can check that out. You can get, you can subscribe to that feed and leave feedback as well. You can find that on the same website. Both feeds are available on every single app. So just look up Ian Hates. Both of them will come up. You can subscribe to either one or both. Uh, get updated every week. Uh, I have one of my all-time favorite band vocalist coming on the show coming up very very excited about that cool. uh, uh a band that i and I'm, I'm keeping this secret for right now because it's gonna it's gonna play at a later date we're booked out for like two months like i said Woo-hoo! yeah it's a lot of fun i uh, love talking to these bands uh even if you don't like the type of music the actual talking about the passion that these bands have for their music and how they started and how they got where they are uh, it's a lot of fun. We also sometimes talk movies or video games. Yesterday we talked a little Final Fantasy 15 uh, <laughs> in that podcast. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is a band coming up that I uh, I consider one of their albums to be a masterpiece. Also, one of my all-time favorite bands followed me on Twitter today, <gasps> and they don't follow that many people. So I thought that was ridiculously awesome. So I'm hoping cool. to reach out to them and have them come on the show. So anyways, long story short... Very much enjoying these. So hopefully you're listening. Hopefully you're enjoying them as well. Um, so reach out. Let me know. Suggest movies. Suggest bands. You know, in the genres, obviously. There's some bands that I'm going to have to say no to because they, <laughs> they, they don't work in the genres that we're talking about. So, so no Taylor Swift is what he's saying. You know what? To be honest, I would still talk to Taylor Swift. <laughs> I think I could get a good interview out of that one. <laughs> I think I could. Awesome. Uh, but there are some, you know, I don't want to talk to Nickelback. Uh, I, I don't, you know, no that creed? kind of thing. Come on. Actually, I would talk to Scott Staff because he's a crazy, allegedly a crazy person. I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I want to get sued here. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would do that. Um, but yeah, that the, I think those are all the plugs. I think that's everything. Uh, now, did we want to tell people what next week's movie is? Yes. All right, you want to do it? Do the honors. Okay, so uh, uh, we're gonna actually. I'm gonna hint to you at this. It's actually one of my favorite movies. It cracks me up every time I see it. It's a a gem from '96, and I'm just gonna give you the tagline: "It's the dark side of nature." There you go. All right, 
So I won't promote that until later then. Okay? But yeah, that's that's going to be a lot of fun. So once again, we're going to be doing a fun movie. Uh, yeah, so I think we're all set here. So, Kelly, do you have any final words? No, I think we're good. All right, well, I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. Bye.